because I'm ready to uh, make my entrance. Can you have my jingling? Okay, because I want to clear, clear that energy before I go out there. Oh, how's it going, Johnny? Hello? Okay. Mama, 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 shay, 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 shay. Okay. Just doing my vocal exercises, Jocelyn. Don't make fun of it. It's nothing to sniff at. Hi, everyone. I'm broadcasting live from, um, do you have that sheet? I don't know where I am. Okay, here we go. Um, I'm in a special place. Um, I'm doing an event tonight. I'll explain that in a minute. But I need to mention the name of um, Juzy Shuze of Chinsy Tchotchkes. And um, it's a real cute place. A lot of tables. Everyone's real happy. Um, I'm going to be doing a boob signing tonight. A lot of people do book tours and book signings. I'm a little bit different. I'm doing a boob signing um, I'll be going around the room, and I will be awarding the best bust uh, to the woman or women who have, in my opinion, the best boobs, um, and then I will sign them with a Sharpie marker. Here at Juzy uh, Chuzay's Chintzy Tchotchkes. I am never going to be able to get that right, Jocelyn. But. Okay, let me have, can I have like a... If you just like paste it right here, or just tape, tape it over, tape it over here. I need my cue cards. I'm never gonna get this, you guys. But um, I do have some other people calling in to help move along the show because these people are pretty boring. Um, they're all over the age of 60. Uh, it smells like plastic and bedpans in here. Um. A lot of people from the geriatric wing. I see a lot of low-salt dinners. Looks like a pile of vomit on a plate with a couple of beans and Brussels sprouts thrown on top. But uh, this is basically real bad NHS food. For you Americans out there, that's the National Health Socialist Slavery Service of, of Europe. And uh, that's what you get to look forward to here in the States. If you want this socialist communist crap, you're going to be in a room full of these idiots. These geriatric Joe Biden wannabes with their dementia and delusions and cripples and arthritis and diabetes and everything else wrong with these people. I've never seen so many walkers in wheelchairs in my life, Jocelyn. I mean, what a bunch of broken people. But, um, yeah, it smells like plastic and rubbing alcohol and... A faint wisp of rose milk hand cream. Let's open the phone lines because I'm about to throw up. So, what on earth Hi, are Jonathan. you doing at this place? Mm -hmm. I don't even remember what it's called. Juicy what did you call it? Juicy Shuze's Chintzy Chotsky. Whatever. Yeah. Like, what Chintzy are you Chotsky's. doing there? I'm doing a fundraiser um, because I feel sad for people who are probably near death. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, it's like, it's it's also helping me build up my resume for because what? Um, I'm in the running for the Pink Blush Lily Cocktail Award. Oh, and um, it's my very own award. I'm sponsoring it. I bought it. I created it. I'm the founder of it. But I need to be the winner, the first winner uh. of it. Otherwise, 
Oh, what boy. the hell is the point of having a pink blush lily cocktail award if I can't win it? Mm-hmm. You know, right. so this is like, I'm just working the crowd. I'm doing like a little, you know, kind of like a little marketing survey here mm-hmm. to see how many people here I can get to attend the awards ceremony that I will charge ticket prices for, Jonathan. I've got it all figured out. My award's going to make money. Yeah, they're going to come and pay to see me win my award. Okay, yeah, kind of like that. Why would they pay to come and see you <laughs> oh, they will. win an award? I've never heard of that. Oh, no. No, you have heard of it. It's just, it's never been worded the way you worded it. Well, yeah. Ta-da! Here I am. Okay. <laughs> so, um, what it is, Jonathan, think of the Tony Awards. Oh, okay? okay. Think of the Emmy Awards. Yeah, well. Think of, and I'm talking primetime Emmy Awards, not those daytime things where you sit in a room that's basically an unair-conditioned warehouse with a bunch of other idiots. Right. From bad mid-morning television oh, waiting yeah. for Kathy Griffin to come in and steal the show when she doesn't win and then storm out saying, F you, MFers, you know, and yeah. then she's got, you know, material for her show. But everyone else is left with a dumb award. Stupid award. That's yeah. not what I'm doing. I'm inviting these people to come to my entertainment extravaganza. Wow. So they can watch me in my amazing blow dryer while Jocelyn does my hair on stage and then I win the Pink Blush Lily Cocktail Award and they will have paid a ticket price to watch my entertainment extravaganza. Right. And that Pink Blush Lily Cocktail Award. Okay. Besides that, the award is very expensive, so I have to cover the cost somehow. I'm doing that with a ticket price. I can mark it up like 2,000% if I want to, or 20,000, or even 30,000%, if that's the fee range I want. So, what is this show that you're going to be doing mm-hmm. with Jocelyn on the stage? It's is it going to be called, you know, Catherine and her amazing blow dryer? No, no, or, no, no, you know, I don't like, know. Like, what is, what is the show? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically you've taken... It sounds like you've taken backstage and put it on the stage. Mm-hmm. So like you're just getting ready to go on stage, yeah. but you're already on stage. Right. I don't know what the show is. No, it's like an intimate look into my fabulous life. Like back in Vegas when I was playing Cremure Avail before my Vegas Avail. And the yeah. things that would happen backstage, I think are really interesting. It's like, can I tell you a secret? You know, it's like I want to start off the show, um, pitch black stage. There's no overture, no orchestra, because I don't want to have to pay for union people right. with mustaches that, you know, have that instrument smell in their mouth oh. and it's like wafting up from the orchestra yeah. I don't need that kind of climate going on the stage when I need to be fabulous and smell good right, you know yeah. and so any, no orchestra it's all okay. going to be piped in music or maybe Jocelyn can pay the, play the juice harper or harmonica I'm just like Jocelyn you're taking notes I'm channeling right now freestyle <laughs> it's freestyle channeling I'm making it up as I go Take this down, because if you don't take notes this time, Jocelyn, Beyonce is going to get a hold of it. I don't need to see her or anyone else coming out with my material before I launch my own material. Okay, that's not why I'm going to win the award, so, because Beyonce did it. Hello. I'm going to win the Pink Blush Lily Cocktail Award because I did it. Hello. Okay, in my own show. You wouldn't believe it, would you? So anyway, Jonathan, are yeah, you still there? I'm okay. here, yeah. Oh, that was good. No one's clapping. Yeah, they're down. Well, the music here is really good. I'm at uh, uh, Juzy Chuzay's Chintzy Tchotchke's um, <laughs> Bar and Grill, or I don't know where we're what at. The it's hell? a lot of old people, and it's not a buffet. Uh-huh. But the food does 
It doesn't smell good. Anyway, that's the show I am bringing backstage on stage to show them that process. Mm, that's cool. Um, it gives people some, like, a bird's eye view, a telescopic look into my life. Yeah. And how amazing I am. And that's where Jocelyn will bring out my amazing blow dryer. And the first number is really just an art piece where I'm doing some moves. Okay. I'm going to be doing some amazing, like, moves. And shimmies. Okay. And kick some of my best ice skating jumps where I get a 10 on the mat. Uh huh. And kind of like that. I'm going to choreograph it all freestyle. I'm going to channel it. Okay. And then when I get the applause at the end, these people are going to be so old, Jonathan. I'm just doing this as it's basically like a studio show where I'm, I'm staging the whole thing, okay. but people are going to pay for it. And then oh. I'm going to film it and then show it on television. Okay. As something that. Everyone who watches it on TV will go, oh my God, that's real. Mm -hmm. This audience is watching this show. And then at the end of her show, the audience will have voted for her to win Best Actress. <laughs> and then I will win that Pink Blush Lily Cocktail Award. Kind of like that. So, I mean, like most yeah. awards, though, mm -hmm. have mm -hmm. more than one person. That's true. In the that contest. is true. That so, happens. Like, are you the only one in the show? Or I am does, this time. Does anyone else get nominated no. and they announce the nominees? I mean, is it like... No, not in my show. Is this like an art piece mm -hmm. where you're putting backstage on stage That's and you what do it's like a monologue and dance and you sing and dance and then... I do that, yeah. What, then you suddenly... I have, that was your performance. I appear and there's uh, the spotlight. I don't know, submission. Mm -hmm. And then you mm -hmm. just cut to winning the award. Oh, that's or, good. Am I missing something? Like, Jonathan, what is the plot here of the show? Jonathan, uh, Jonathan had an idea. We should, after my blow drying dance with my hair and the toe polish, because mm -hmm. I know you like my toe polish. Mm -hmm. And, well, you will. But Jonathan's idea, can we stay on track, Jocelyn? Okay. Uh, I am complete. Jocelyn, we're going to do Jocelyn's idea where huh. after my toe polish wow. dance, we're going to cut to me winning the award. So, Jonathan, to yep. answer your question, because mm -hmm. I just had a great idea, we're mm. going to cut to me winning the award after yeah, my toe polish asked, um, so. emblazoned dance uh -huh. where I'm like, I become the macrame and hold a plant for like the goddess number. Wow. Okay, and there's like all kinds of entrails of plants. Entrails. But I'm not dying. I'm growing into the macrame uh -huh. as a plant with my toe polish. And that'll be the 70s segment. And then we'll go to the 80s. And that's where I become Cremoraville. Uh -huh. Jocelyn, can you go and you see that little old lady over there who's kind of out of it? Could you just snag her drink? She won't know you take it. I need something to sip on. So anyway. Okay, so anyway, Jocelyn's yeah. giving me a drink from this old bag that's falling asleep oh. from her geritol moment at the table in front of me. Hi, honey. What a sad joint. <laughs> she doesn't have any teeth. Oh, that's cute. Oh, she took out her dentures. Oh, she thinks that's funny. Wow. These people don't have any class. Anyway. Why are you You know, there? Jocelyn, <laughs> um, I just had another idea. And I'm going to tell it to Jonathan since you're walking away from me. So, Jonathan, here's yeah. my idea. Mm. Have you ever heard of something called anti-plot? Yeah. It's the latest thing in Hollywood. Nothing has <laughs> to make sense. The latest. You know, it's kind of like um, William Wordsworth or Steinbeck Jonathan, one of those what? authors that wrote things out of order. He wrote uh, things out of chronological order. Nathaniel okay. um, Melville. No. Or, I don't know. Yeah. The little red house with the whale that swam in the William Faulkner. And then they had to wear the scarlet letter 
S or no, something No, I think like you're thinking that. of William Faulkner. Came out. I wasn't really a pa- It was an actor's uh, compos- symposium. Composium? I was composed at the symposium, mm-hmm. but anyway, mm-hmm. it was one of those words, and I was at that thing in L.A. Okay. at a coffee shop, Yeah. and um, that's when I started getting these freestyling ideas about the, like um, bringing the backstage on stage, and then with my toe polish, and then what with my amazing blow dryer, but have a geriatric audience who's all drugged up and cocktailed and ready to go. I mean, they'll be so happy and hopped up on pills and alcohol that they'll want me to win that award of the Pink Blush Lily Cocktail. Well, so I sort of understand. So you're basically uh-huh. staging this whole thing, yes. except the audience won't know that you're staging it. They'll think they're actually charging ticket prices. Watching a real show, like a real television. Will they think it's a television event? Like, um, are you going to tell them you're our live studio think, audience well, and work with me? Mm-hmm. You're going to have someone be the audience warmer upper and then do an actual television shoot? Oh my God, Jocelyn, come here. Um, so, Jocelyn, we're going to do a live tel- television shoot and charge tickets for it, and they won't know. And that way we can make money and get a TV show at the same time. So, Jonathan, here's what we're going to do. We're going to charge ticket prices uh-huh. to these bags here at this place. Right. At uh, Chinsy Chusay's Chinsy Tchotchkes Restaurant and Emporium and Bar and Grill and Nunnery. Right. Or whatever the hell I'm at. <laughs> but any... <laughs> that was so good! I think it's piped in music. I can never find where the band is, but anyway. Um, wow. I could do the show here, if anyone cares. Is anyone listening? Jocelyn, go around and turn up their hearing aids so they can hear me. No one's paying attention. I'm sitting here on a stool in the middle of this parquet floor. There's like a single spot above me. I had to bring my own mirror ball. You wouldn't believe it. Oh, my God. And then Johnny, nor... I got the stupid plexi wall between me and Johnny because these idiots here, half of them are wearing the mask and half of them aren't. That's sad. I don't know who's vaccinated and who's not in this place. (laughs) Anyway, I expect all of them to die pretty soon because they're like 60 million years old and they're still going, Mm -hmm. eating this slop on a plate from NHS. But anyway, Jonathan, it's going to be a fabulous show. Do you want to come? I mean, just Um, help out or something like that. I can pay you bucks. Big bucks. We're going to do big bucks. That's not the point. I'm making a licensing deal with one of my own companies. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's just, we're going to move the money through, and eventually we can cash out in Panama and have a party, if you know what I'm saying. No, I I can't because I'm all booked up Mm -hmm. um, doing my L.A. lifestyle system, enhancement system, total system Mm -hmm. here in L.A. now that, you know, the shutdown's basically over, but... You know, the, the dudes and the babes that I've got, you know, in my community here on the beach, it's like, we're trying to find a new beach because, like, all the homeless people are here in Venice Beach. Uh-huh. And so we're trying to find a new beach, so I'm tied up with that, looking for a new location. Otherwise, that would totally help out, girl, because I think it'd be re- So, you, well, well, actually, where are you doing the show? Uh-huh. Do you know where you're going to do it? Well, that's it. I'm trying to find location myself. Mm, uh, yeah. Everyone's trying to find location, location, location oh, these no, days. No. Jocelyn, find a location. Go ask the manager of this place if they can rent it out. Totally. Or is it always filled with these drug-infested old people smelling like plastic and bedpans? That's sad. Did you turn up their hearing aids? Because no one's reacting to what I'm saying, and they should. Yeah, that's, that's anyway, old. Anyway, Jonathan, we're looking for a location. What, Johnny? Hello? I can't hear it through this plexiglass, That's and I don't have my monitor, my little headpiece. Right. Oh, we got another caller, Jonathan, so we're oh, going to okay. open the phone lines. Caller, you're there. What's your question, please? I'm at uh, Shoozy. Oh, no. I'm where? Hello? Wait, caller, don't say it. What? I'm at, I'm supposed to say this uh. for a public service announcement. I'm at Chinsy Tchotchkes 
Um, Hello? Managed by Juzy uh, Chuzay. There, I got it that time. <laughs> okay. Caller, what's happening? Hello, it's me. It's Pastor Purdy. I'm <laughs> trying to get through because I think I might have a location. Oh, my God. Now, we've been working um, with Blessed Souls Ministries. Mm-hmm. We've been working with Twirla Serp and the Wyatt Earp Prancers. Prancers. And they needed a location. Uh-huh. And so we couldn't do it at the church because I was cleaning it out from, from the smoke inhalation incident from last Sunday. Don't ask about what? it. I'm not talking about it. It was not what? entirely Purdy's fault. Oh, my God. But anyway, we spilled the holy wine and someone dropped a cigarette and I said, why don't you just put that out on the floor because Perna cannot be up here doing the sermons trying to feel holy with all your smoke. And they put the cigarette out on the floor right in the holy wine. The whole place burst into flames oh my and we God. got smoke inhalation and lawsuits oh and my God. fire damage and everything. So we had to find a new location because the very next morning mm-hmm. for the morning service, we was going to have Twirla Thurp and the Wider Prancers. Prancers. And that is Prancers, not Dancers. Okay. They just prance around. They don't dance. Oh, all right. And they found a new location at the Glig Glag Skelg Hall. What? It's a place where people normally just store furniture from Ikea, but they turned it into an art center here in the town where Bernard lives. You know, that's that's good enough for me because if we can get directions oh, and get these hoo-hahs yep. over oh, there, yeah. their geriatric bus mm-hmm. or whatever, trailers, campers, whatever it is, they get shuttled around. Trains. Um, if we could do it at Glegak Scale Hall, then that'll work, and I can do a joint venture with Juzy uh, Chuse of Chinchis Chotsky. Oh, that's good. And maybe she can do the catering mm-hmm. at Glig Glag Scale Hall. You know, with pastries is, or something. I really hope we can fit all this wording on the poster with just an asterisk. What, what do you mean? Um, because I want these really ugly names of people oh, yes. um, at the bottom. Yeah. Because that would look clashy Better, be with my name. Holier. You know, normally I like fonts and gorgeous sounding names. Oh, I know it. Gorgeous looking names and gorgeous fonts. Heard to know it. But not this Twirla Thurp and the Wyatt Earp, you know, pancreas or whatever you say. Oh, no, it's Twirla Thurp and the Wyatt Earp Prancers. Prancers, not the that's pancreas. Right. <laughs> they just prance around the stage. They don't carry a pancreas. <laughs> that's right. Hey, it's Jocelyn, would you check and see? Are they on the salad? 
What are they doing? Yeah, to is find out. What are they all eating? What is it? We'll find out and then come back and let me know. Okay. So is she... Oh, what? What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> we'll go around the room and find out how many tables are doing that. Because maybe it's just this one. Okay. Okay. So... All right, I'll leave you to it. What's happening? She says the table that's closest to me, the one that, mm -hmm. that smells like Vaseline rubbed on the bottom of a walker that got slid oh. down the hospital hallway by a nurse who didn't want to have anything to do with her again. But anyway. Oh, my goodness. Um, she says they're all on a different course. Some are on the soup, some are on the salad, that's some are eating side of beef and vomit. And some are eating a pile of... Ugh. Gelatinous pudding. Oh my god. It could be the same vomit. Probably. But just in a different dish. I can't That's tell. That's not good. I don't even know if I'm at an actual hospital or an old folks home or some Satan conference hall for wasps. Wasps? You've got wasps? Do you need Perry to come? Because I can bring my smoke machine. Because I stored up all the smoke from the fire at the church last Sunday. We have a smoke machine that instead of blowing smoke, it sucks it up and stores it. So we can do it at our Halloween show when Pernin does not dress up like Satan, but someone else does, like Bobby Bogler. Because then we string him up and we hit him like a pinata and we beat him, beat him, beat him! And then we pay him a couple of bucks because, you know, that pays for the ambulance to come and pick him up. It usually knocks him out. But that tells the sale of, it tells the tale of Satan and sin. And then we do have a sale afterwards, though, of uh, auctioning off the best costume. And then we give a trophy of a crushed pumpkin on that. Because the crushed pumpkin is like a metaphor for a ruined life. If you end up like Boggy, Bobby Bogler. Hold on. Hold on. Can you, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Pretty getting these loogies coming up in my throat. And they make me all talk oogly boogly sometimes. And I get the jibberty jabbities. So, um... You'll have to excuse Bernie on the head. Yeah, so I thought you were on drugs, but maybe it's just, you know, the whole atmosphere of Catherine's at an old folks' home, and, you know, Glenda thinks she should be there, and I don't think you should, Glenda. Yeah. I don't really think it's your crowd. Yeah, I don't either, honey. I don't like to hang out with people with hearing aids, you know, that shit. Usually runs on 5G technology, and my last QAnon newsletter says that the 5G... <laughs> is what Bill Gates and Zuckerberg are using to make like a, a web, a quantum jail prison web to track our DNA and then that's what the vaccines do. They activate this neural network on the 5G and I bet you all those hearing people is on the 5G and that's why they're so zombie-like, Catherine. It's because they're already hooked into the Bill Gates web, oh. you know? Well, I heard something. Yeah, I heard that Trump was using the 5G to announce to everyone at the same time all over the world through their hearing aids, their dentures, and their iPhones, and their smartphones, and computers, and televisions, and radios, and everything. People with fax machines and copy machines. They can talk to copy me. He's going to announce when he's coming back as the president with Mitt Romney. And he's going to have a dual presidency. Oh. Oh my God. So it's super double strong. Oh my God. And then we won't have the problem that's going on now. Well, the real problem that I have going on now is I'm sitting here topless, no panties, only wearing the sandals, under a spotlight, my own mirror ball that Johnny is holding the flashlight to so the little dots dance around the room, and my lovely orbs of loveliness. Uh, perfectly shaped champagne glasses of boobs. Well, they're more like watermelons, but anyway, um, no one's paying attention to me. 
and it's like, maybe they have cataracts. Maybe I'm at a convention of people who just babble with dementia and Alzheimer's, who have the diabetes and pancreatic cancer, who have cataracts and hearing aids. I mean, maybe that's, maybe, Jocelyn, where the hell am I? Like, what is this convention? What's going oh, on? God. No one's paying attention. Is you at a restaurant? Yeah. It sounds like Denny's. Yeah, I'm saying the same thing. I think it sounds like Elmer's, Jenny. No. Where exactly are you at? She's at some impronounceable name, unpronounceable name. Fuck, no, I can't Well, talk. the Sununu room at Flulu's in San Diego was closed, and I didn't want to do it shoe shoes in L.A. because it's too expensive, even for 900 square feet. But that's L.A. for you. So I got a hold of Juzy Shuse. Got to write that down. Um, and she runs Chintzy Tchotchkes. It's a restaurant that serves cinnamon buns and open-faced sandwiches. I don't know what they... I just make it up every... But it is Chintzy Tchotchkes. And, um... Chasa, what is this? It's a what? Are you serious? Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, don't talk to anyone else, because that's probably rude. Um, these people have less than 12 hours to live. It's their last supper hospice celebration. And they really are deaf. And um, they have dementia. They can't hear anything. They're in, like, stage 7 or 8 cancer. Um, they're basically zombies all hopped up on medication. There really isn't a person in there anymore. It's just the last death rattles of the body going through what it goes through. You know, like a typical American, 80 pounds overweight, just shoveling it in before. It's their last meal. These people are going to die in 12 minutes. Do you need me to come over and do a last rites? I could do the last rites ceremony because I charged 10 bucks for that. We could make a few bucks before they finally dropped in. Oh, my God. I wish I was here with a Polaroid. Do they still make Polaroids? No, but I'm sure everyone there has hemorrhoids if they're all sitting on a padded bedpan. Catherine, what the hell are you doing at a hospice ceremony, whatever the hell, and they're going to be dead in eight hours or uh, whatever? No, Jonathan, you need to look at this as an opportunity for Jesus. We could get these people saved and charge ten bucks for it before they finally go, because I'll bet a bunch of them, at least 80%, you know, I've never had a room, ever, ever, where no less than 80% of the people stood up and put money in the offering bowl. And I think I could pull that off again there. I yeah. just say that every time people believe it. Do they have jello there, honey? Oh, my God. really good jello. No, the main problem is these people are going to be dead in eight hours, which means I can't invite them to come to my performance at the Glig Glag Skelg Hall with Twirla Serp and the Wyatt Earp Prancers to get my Pink Blush Lily Cocktail Award and the TV show where I'm putting backstage, on stage. They're not going to be able to come to my Catherine and her amazing blow dryer essence show uh, or whatever I want to call it. Oh, honey, that is Ugh. sad. It is. That is so sad Ugh. that these poor people are going to be dead. Turn it up, sad. Ten or twelve hours. Yeah. And you can't make money off of it. I know. That is just, that is the demon at work. Demon out. Demon out. Now, can they get some more medication? Find out what they're eating. What course is they on? Give them some more medication. I can hurry over in the fast or short bus and we can hurry up and do this ten buck ceremony of the last ride. Oh my God, you guys, can you just let the grift go? These people are dying. So they're celebrating their last supper with friends they probably don't even remember, can't even see or hear, but they're shoveling it in. And that's probably why the food is as bad as it is. Are, are they sitting on bedpans? I'm just curious. Oh my god.
God, it would never go to something like that. I wouldn't leave my Barker lounger for a bedpan, honey. <laughs> Unless it was a bedpan lounger or a Barker pan. Uh, Do they sell that? Oh, I just cannot stand it when people die before I can get every last dime out of them. Uh, for Jesus, of course. No, I know. Well, I'm going to have to try another audience at some other joint. Um, these people are going to be dead and cold on the table in about ten hours. God, I wish I brought a book of camera to this. This is what we should be... Johnny, where did she go? Where's Jocelyn? Oh, okay. Jocelyn went to get the nurse. She's going to try and get them on one last round of medications to see if we can get them to last for at least four more days because if I can book um, my show, Catherine and her amazing blow dryer... Um, and do a joint venture with Twirla Serp and the Wyatt Prancers at the Glig Glag Skelk Hall. I can get Shoozy Shoozie and Chinsy Chachkis to do the catering. And then we can just, in, we just need four more days. Can, what? Happening? Oh, God damn it. All right, well, just forget, just forget it. I want to clear that. We can't give them any more medication. They're on their last bit of um, maximum painkillers or whatever the hell. So, um, these people are going to be gone in eight hours. I can't invite them to my show. They're going to be dead. You know, it's the last thing I need at my show when I need something really lively for television Ugh. is a dead audience. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know exactly what you're saying. When the congregation of Blessed Souls Ministries keeps dying every Sunday and I have to bury them out back, uh. it gets a little old. But I'm thinking there might be something in the wine that I always mm. have them drink right after the offering bowl ceremony. Uh. You know, I think I ought to go now. I think I need to see Tinky Doodoo and Kaka. I might have said too much. Yeah. Goodbye. I think you're yes, Tinky Doodoo and what did he say, Kaka. Macaroni Man? Lawyers. What did he say? Kaka. It's Tinky Doodoo and Kaka, attorneys at law. Yeah. They're the attorneys Lawyers. for the network here. Big Media, and there are attorneys. They help us um, sue for damages for the five years we could have been making money if someone would have hired us. Yeah. They do look, things like that, Glenn, that they're fabulous. Yeah, so I'm going to get off the phone yeah. lest I become an accomplice to something that may or may not be a crime oh, happening in progress. Bye. Oh, okay, yeah. Bye, Jonathan. Okay. So, Glenda, I'm going to have to cut you off the air okay. because um, I should probably go to Tinky Doodle. Yeah, I can have Jonathan, get me on the horn with Tinky Doodle and Kaka. We need to have a conference call immediately. Um, but Somebody bring me some clothes. I can't walk out of here looking like this. I don't need to sign autographs at this hour of the night. So um, that's it for the show, everybody. Um, toodaloo, off Vitor Zane, and kind of like that. Good night. Okay, get me out of here. Let's just walk me out of here. Yeah. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. Don't act like you can hear me. I know you weren't listening the entire time. So she won't be involved, um, but the other girls, um, I think, will make the cut. And so let's notify them through the email, Jocelyn. <laughs> oh, God. Johnny, are we ready? Okay, because I need to start so I can start the sponsorship um, containment program. We need to contain our sponsors. Three. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Um, could you move it a little? There we go. Okay. I couldn't read it before, so let's let's start that again. Don't have that first part go on the air. Three, two, one. Johnny, hello. What'd you say? Oh, we are on the air. Oh, okay. I'll clear that. Hi, everyone.
the show has already started. Um, so, hello. Yeah, um, I'm looking for sponsors for the show. I'm talking to you out there if you're listening, you people who work at the Dollar Shrub store. Um, give me a call and sponsor the show from Dollar Shrub. I can read your ad on the air and kind of like that. <sighs> so let's open the phone lines because that was supposed to be the sponsor spot. Um, and instead it's, I'm trying to attract them. Callers, are you there? Are you a sponsor? What the hell was that? <laughs> what do you mean that was the sponsor's spot? What are you doing? I'm supposed to insert sponsorships into the show so we can make more money. Because oh, um, right. we're really in a marketing push. What with this inflation <laughs> going on? And so Sorry, Steve Steinberg, you know, he said, you know, in his accents, you gotta do it, you know, so it'll make money and oh, be nice yeah. or whatever he says in Jewish language. Right. Um, so I'm just giving a shout out to the Dollar Shrub. Um, they're cheaper than the Dollar Tree, so I'll try to get that. Financial segment of the audience. Um, and then also, um, where I was thinking of holding auditions um, for my Pool Party Princess Purge program. Um, I want to give a shout out to Glig Glag Skelg Hall. They used to store furniture for Ikea, but now um, they're doing something else. So I'm just doing shout outs uh, to people I think could be Sponsors the show, you know, Twirla Therp and the Wyatt Earp Prancers. Oh. I'm talking, shout out to them. Wow. Um, to the feminist burger joint, Janice in the Box, instead of Jack in the Box. Mm-hmm. Bags, Madison Avenue, oh, yeah. instead of Saks. You know, I'm hitting all the cheap places. Right. Because a lot of people are broken out of money. Um, you know, no point storming Neiman Marcus, stealing a bunch of high priced bags. That they won't know what oh, to do with. Yeah. They certainly don't have the manners or the class on how to carry the high price bags. So I'm hitting the low end sponsors. No, I heard there's a low end version of Target mm-hmm. called Bullseye. Bullseye, they're yeah. They're like super duper cheap. Oh, they're fabulous. Um, and then didn't you say there's that new technology company that's mm-hmm. like giving Apple and Google oh, yeah. their money? I'm telling called, you. What was that called? Cantaloupe, zucchini, Com- what was it? Kumquats. Kumquats, Kumquats that's right. is really up and coming with the Q phone, the Q computer, uh, the Q top, that's their laptop, and um, the Q chime for their watch. But I'm cutting out uh, Dollar Shrub, you know, in Bullseye and Kumquats, um, as well as the uh, up and comers to Walgreens, Wall Reds and Wall Blues. You know, they sell drugs that you don't have to pay for. And then um, there's a clothing company that the Millennials and Gen Z and all those others, you know, okay, Boomer, you know, those generations just love going to. Now they've moved away from the Gap, and now they go to Crevasse, and it's just T-shirts, jeans, and um, they're already pre-holed, so the holes are already in them. And then I'm also looking at... um, you know, drugs on the cheap for leftist liberals mm. and left aid. Oh. Since they won't shop at Rite Aid. Oh, yeah, so they probably also go to those quick mini marts. Mm-hmm. Instead of 7 Eleven, they go to three and a half, right? Yeah, and they can't afford, um, you know, Motel 6, so they're going to Motel 5 and a half as well, kind of like that. Oh, Pernit is here. Pernit is here. Praise Jesus on high. Send it all your money to Blessed Souls Ministries to cipher Jesus and God in Pernit. Why? Why would I send him oh. all my money? Oh, John. I mean, really, why? Because Jesus loves you. That's why, Jonathan. Everybody knows that. Jesus got to have something to do. 
you know, everyone else gets paid everywhere else in the world. People talk about money and want to get paid money. Why shouldn't Jesus get paid money when he's doing all the work of all, all everybody's work? He saved you, Jonathan, and saved you from sin. And that's why we need to keep paying him forever. So, anyway, Catherine, Twirla Thurp and the Wyatt Earp Prancers. Oh, yes. Pern had found them. I discovered them at the ministry. We got all kinds of talented people with oogly-boogly eyes and hydrocephalic heads and wonky cheekbones because they came out of their mama wrong. But anyway, I got them to stop smoking because I got them to do something right since they look so ugly. I said, you got to be healthy because no one's going to do anything with you with you looking like that. And besides that, stop sitting in the front row of the pews of the church. I cannot stand up here preaching the word of God and trying to be holy when I'm looking at that. So go back several rows. I cannot look at that and feel the peace of God that passes understanding when I'm staring at your wonky face. Hi, So, Pastor, do they allow smoking in your church? Is there like a smoking section, you know? Because I really feel like it. It really enhances my connection to the heavens. If I can light up. (laughs) You know, and it keeps me healthy away Uh, from everyone's germs. No, we do not have a smoking section on the main floor. But if you want to sit up in the balcony, you can smoke all you want. Because we open the windows up there and the draft blows it outside. Because smoke is of Satan, Glenda. I don't know if you know that, but you is inhaling the gates of hell smoldering in your face. I guess that's why other people feel so bad when they talk to me. Because they realize they're not having as much fun as I am. (laughs) Smoking. Yeah, in my healthy lifestyle, I think they're jealous. Oh, I got a bunch of women jealous of me right now. Here tonight at Juicy Chuzay's Chintzy Chotsky. Oh my goodness. I can barely get that out. Jocelyn? It's a weird Jocelyn. word. Hello? 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 Johnny, where did she... Johnny, where did she go? I'm on the air. Oh, God. Is that so you'll never guess what happened to me. I am what? so embarrassed for myself. What? what? Um, we're not... At huh? an actual hospice. You're not. Where people are dying of stage 12 cancer uh-huh. and all that stuff. Where are you? And they're not blind and they don't have Alzheimer's. In Whoa. fact, nothing's wrong with them. They're just 2,000 years old and they happen to have walkers and wheelchairs. Uh-huh. These are some of the richest people in California. What? They're from Bel Air. Oh, my, oh my goodness. old. And they have some impossible life insurance policy on each other. This whole group of 500 old people Uh went in on the same life insurance policy. So whoever lives the longest after everyone else has died, Uh they get a cash out on the policy. Oh my gosh. The thing is up to $5 billion. These people are rolling in money. I thought I was at some sick old folks' home hospital center sitting on bedpans. We're steaming away with their wheelchairs and walkers waiting for them to die. Oh no. These people, I am in the room surrounded by money. This is the money situation. Do I know how to pick a room or what? Oh my god. So, what are you going to do now? I mean, because you were saying that no one. 
was even paying attention to you. It's like they weren't listening. That's why you thought they were deaf. That you told Jocelyn to go and turn up their hearing aids and re-salt their food or something like that in the low salt wing of the geriatric part of the hospital. You need me to come over there and kick some snooty L.A. ass? Because I will, honey, if no one's paying attention to my pretty lady, Catherine Tamey Automalu. You're such a movie star, honey. Why is it they pay oh. attention to you? Well, get a load of this. I have a guest list here. Now, thanks, Jocelyn. Listen to this. Now, I'm not quite sure who, um, who else they know. I'm not quite sure what it is that they do, but listen to these names. These are so familiar. I am telling you, I have heard these somewhere. Like in the National Enquirer or the New York Times or CNN or something. Lonnie Wisberg. I mean, that is Jewish money. Dora Vampers. I think she's in the tobacco industry. Ashley Quinoa. She invented the quinoa industry that took over from oatmeal. Jepson Fleischmann Gutierrez. He has a butter empire that turned into salsa and he was divorced twice. Lenny Lickboot. He has cornered the market on San Francisco gays who like to wear leather. And then Jerry and Pegain Bisonex. They're into this entire national chain of sex clubs for bison. Now, no one knows about this in the trans community, but that's where the movement is going. They've gotten humans used to this idea that there are people that want to change their genitals to the opposite sex and identify as that. But now they're getting into these trans-human, trans-animal transplants. And Jerry and Begin Bisonix own the entire genetic sequencing for that to happen. That's going to launch in a couple of years. I need to talk to these people and get on the ground floor of these investments before they drop dead. Oh my goodness, does this mean you're not going to go with with the sponsorships of Burger Queen yeah. and Bags Madison Avenue and Bed Bath and Closer? And what about Trailer Joe's and Trailer Jane's, honey? And Trailer Don Juan's? I mean, you can't beat a swap eight of underpanties. Yeah, and I thought you were like, you know, Jonesing to be a car hostess or a grocery specialist for someone, or like their fashion and style engineer or their pills and surgery salon. If you're their psychic, what about all that, Catherine? Yeah, that's right. You just can't walk out on your history just so you can have a better destiny. What are you trying to do, Catherine? Move up in the world and away from us? People on the bottom of the ladder? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying Lonnie Withberg is it. I think she's into that whiffing handkerchief company or whiff it and sniff it Kleenex or something. She's taken over a huge part of the market of something that you whiff and sniff. That's what it is. Whiff and sniff wipes for people with COVID, whether you have it or not, or something like that. I don't remember the tagline, but between Lonnie Whisper, Dora Vampers, Ashley Quinoa, Jepson, Fleischmann Gutierrez, Lenny Lickboat, and Jerry and Begin Bisonix, I can get some top drawer sponsors. I mean, really top drawer. What is top drawer? I've never heard of this. It's, do you have a set of drawers on top of something? No, it's a classist term. It means, you know, the ultimate and expensive and, you know, <laughs> out of sight, out of, you know, out of the box, you know, everything. It's just the super duper elite luxury market of super rich and famous, right? Yeah, kind of like that. That's, that's close enough. Isn't that you, honey? I mean, what are you doing in that room anyway? What? 
Where did they go to sponsor? Yeah, and I need to be in on this so that we can increase membership to the community church. I'm starting a community church thing under a franchise agreement with other churches across America. I'm going to rebrand their sorry church <laughs> and turn it into mine. Why? Because you don't have a big enough mega church of, what do you have? 16 followers. What is it? 27? <laughs> Jonathan, no. Here you is trying to tell Purdue how to be holy again. I have the biggest megachurch in the world. It is bigger than Rick Warren's and Joel Osteen's and Joyce Myers. I've been on the cover the back cover of a magazine for the month of July for which Joel Osteen is on the cover and then I'm going to be on the back cover again for August for which Joel Osteen is also on the cover of that and then on the month of September Joel Osteen's on the cover printed on the back but I have three billion followers which is more than all of them put together because I'm holier okay <laughs> sending all your money boy there's nothing like the peace the passive understanding when it comes out of the mouth of a pastor like you <laughs> on another pastor adventure Probably. I'm just saying. I love it when you guys say, just saying, and you know, kind of like that. I just, I love our little language talks. It's so much fun, our little community. You're Catherine, you're not leaving our community. No. You're not group or <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving anyone behind. But if I can get in with Twirla Thurp and the Wyatt Herb Prancers at the Glick Glauk Skelg Hall or whatever it is, vomit, lump, and stuff it, I don't know what these names are. Blob and with it. I'm tired of trying to figure out these names. I just want their contact information because I'm starting the Pool Party Princess Purging Program. How you can look beautiful before the pageant. Because I have discovered, after my years of work in auditioning the girls to wear my crown for a day while I wear it for the rest of the year, they actually don't know how to audition for these sorts of things. That the judges will deem whether or not they get to wear that crown for 24 hours, you know. Yeah, so who is these judges? How many is there? Oh, are there any big stars from the love boat for judges, any? Or Dynasty or Dallas? Or Wheel of Fortune? You know, I am the judge of Pool Party Princess, but for this purging program, I saw something in a ladies' magazine um, where there's this process that's going on in Hollywood right now, and I walked into a back room once and saw what was really going on on the casting couch, and I'm telling you, it wasn't anything sexual. It was finger down the throat time. It was the two fingers purging cruise, ship lines or ocean cruises or whatever. All these stars go on these cruises, and they learn how to purge and come back having lost the weight, except they don't call it weight loss. They call it Oh, what was it? Oh, what was it? Jocelyn, what, what did they call that on the ship? Oh, that's right. Lose the caloric intake or purge the caloric intake of their stomach. It's basically vomiting. But I'm going to use that same wording because I thought it was real classy. And so I'm going to show the girls how they can lose the caloric intake and be of the right size, posture, and stamina for pool party princess. And I'm starting with girls aged 8 to 16 so they can learn these mature steps of a mature pool party princess by the time they're 18 
and they can enroll now in my purging program. Now, he's going to need something for the parents because he's always full of sin for pushing their kids into these competitions and beauty pageants and stuff like that. There's never anything for the boys. So the boys feel left out, and that's why they go to other boys for pleasure. But let's not talk about that. I want to know what you're doing with these parents because they got a lot of money that we could shake out of their pockets into the offering bowls for Jesus, if you know what I say. Wait a minute. You're talking about young girls age eight years old to 16 and you're teaching them to throw up after they eat so they can look skinny enough for Anna Wintour's cover of Vogue magazine? Are you kidding me? So you're encouraging unhealthy behavior? I know, Jonathan. Someone would have taught me early on. You know, the science of weight management is really about purging my caloric intake. You know, I might have tried it. I wouldn't end up looking like the job of the hut I am now with my cow's cheese ass and thighs. Looking like Thunderzilla sitting in my barker lounge with my remote control. I mean, Jonathan, do you know what it's like? Oh, my God. I have them little coasters underneath all my things that I sit on. I've worn holes through the coaster, through the shag rug, and through the carpet pad and right on down to the boards. You know, so it's very obvious where I've sat my ass in my own living room. Well, maybe Catherine could come out with a purging with the oldies programs. Can you do that, Catherine, for old people like Linda, who's broken down and slobbering in her own incontinence pants? Yeah, watch it, Pastor Man. I'm not in the diapers yet. I'm not doing the Joan Rivers commercial for Depends. Hi, I'm Joan Rivers. While I'm talking to you, I'm taking a dump. <laughs> But, you know, I could use a gig like that, Catherine, if you got a sponsorship for adult diapers. I'd be more than happy to stand there and take a waz, you know, on camera, just so I can make the 50 bucks. Or does it pay more? So you're actually going to pitch this pool party princess purging program to this room you're in now full of, like, super league rich old people? Are you kidding me? No, Jonathan, it's, it's the latest thing. Jocelyn, don't let anyone hear what I'm saying. Jonathan, it's the latest thing. This is all over Bel Air and Brentwood and Los Angeles and Beverly Hills. The real kids are in rehab and the domestics are out cleaning the pool, but the domestics get to stay in the house because the kids are in rehab. A lot of kids are going to fat farms in Ojai, you know, where they have those spiritual retreats. It's been taken over by fat farms. All the Super League rich are embarrassed to have their kids try and break into college the way that other stupid celebrity did where she had her kid cheat on the SATs. I'm sorry. Sorry, Jocelyn. Go stir that woman's salad dressing. I Make sure she didn't hear me. So, um, and turn down her hearing aids. Do the opposite of what we did the other night. Okay. So anyway, that's what the story is, Jocelyn. This is the business. These people have grandchildren, granddaughters, and grandsons. Now, the granddaughters need to go into my pool party princess purging program for girls ages 8 to 16. Lose the weight. Let's get rid of that excess caloric intake. Okay? And then when you can graduate up to three to four fingers, then you're really looking, you know, proficient and almost to perfection to even audition for Pool Party Princess and get that crown of abundance. What about the guys? I mean, you know, the boys, ages 8 to 16. What are you going to do with them? I can't imagine you've left them out of your grifting, you know, 
methods. Well, I think that's where I step in. You know, everybody needs a rite of passage, and I can show them how to make their own Moses suit and then cross the Red Sea in the back of the church where we've got all the dirt pits. I still got my partner, the Red Sea, back there. It's just, you know, dug a dirt pit, line it with the trash bags, fill it with the water, add a little food coloring, and then we put some boards over it, and then I show them how to make the levers so it's like a drawbridge, oh so it's a magic kind of a show. Wow. And then I'll teach them how to, sh- huh? you know, to... Wait. Hold on just a minute. Huh? Honey. I gave sign language to one of my dumb birds. He was trying to throw me off track, but these dumb birds is learning some sign language, throwing me the peace sign. Uh-huh. Only it's not with two fingers. It's just the one finger and so I decipher that from their wing and uh, found out the bird was giving me the bird. Probably, yeah. Well, you know, they probably feel left out. So if you're gonna take the boys and learn how to part the Red Sea, then shouldn't you be where Catherine's at right now so you can pitch that to this room full of high-class billionaires? You know, oh. I'm sure they're really into religion. Oh, now that is a problem. Catherine, what are we going to do about this? Do they have a satellite feed where you can put Pernin's face on a big TV screen and mm. I can give him the pitch? No, there are no screens here. I'm looking around. You know, they also use this room for the Golden Globe Awards, but the, since they're not doing those anymore, they're just doing this secret party. These insurance parties, and um, maybe we ought to start one of these things where we get a whole group of people to go in an insurance policy, but only we hold, like, the, the last version or the rider that says only we can cash out. Let them think they get a cash out, but after they die, we get to cash out. Kind of like that. Oh, we got to check with Tinky Doodoo and Kaka to see if we can make that legal and not have it ever be undone, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, there you go again, you guys. If you know what I'm saying, kind of like that. I just love our little family right here. It's so much fun. I'm going to cash out on this policy and get rich. And no one even have to know that I'm famous because, you know, I won't be. Well, how do we all go in on a policy on other people? I mean, how does that even work? And how is that legal? Oh, Jonathan, cheer up. We can make anything legal as long as we write it down on paper and they sign it. These people don't know nothing. They come every single Sunday, Wednesday, Monday, Thursday night, Friday morning, and Tuesday afternoon to the church just learning what the hell the Bible says. I tell them and tell them and tell them the same thing every time, and they always forget it, Jonathan. These people can't remember a thing. Sounds like some of my gambling buddies and pals and girlfriends in Vegas. Yeah, casinos don't have any clocks on the wall. It's just sort of this timeless malaise that you drink your way through and have a singing every now and then and wondering when you're going to win again, you know, and you never do. But, oh, my God, it's a lot of fun. Am I the only one who does that? You know, you bring up a really good point, though, Glenda. I could pitch this room on timeless pool party princess purging, and they would understand that because they're old. God only knows how old these people are. I mean, they look 10,000 years old, but they're billionaires, so they understand that timeless thing. I'm looking for a trigger here. You know, where do we have common ground? These people have a lot more money than I do, Jonathan. I mean, I'm only worth hundreds of millions. These people are worth billions. But I think that timeless thing, there's something about that. And the salads. Don't forget the salads. Bernard, an expert on salads. Oh. And you were saying the other night mm-hmm. that they was ignoring you. They were. And not even looking at you mm-hmm. or listening to you uh-huh. or watching you okay. or giving you hand claps right. for you or appreciating you or right. giving you love. All right. 
Well, I can teach them about silence because we got that in common since they was giving you silence. Okay, that is, that is good. I mean, he has a point. It's silence and timelessness for pool party princess. What do you think I was going to start at a 10,000 person for their daughter, little Mindy Johnson, ages 8 to 16, who needs to lose about 40,000 pounds? I think I should up this up to $100,000 a girl. Uh, what do you think? Well, they'll probably do a price comparison and compare that to one year at Harvard, and since they're going to end up paying mm -hmm. half a million to Harvard, oh I think God, you should up right. it to a million a person. I'm oh, just that's saying, a good idea. You know, if they really love their kids, Jocelyn. maybe that's the tagline you use. Mm -hmm. It's only a million dollars if you really love your kids. Bucks. I mean, four on the guild, come on. Oh, that's right, and you can tell them if they don't do it, mm -hmm. you know, someone at the CIA and the FBI I who do. reveal their files on how many times their family cheated on their taxes oh my God. or had their kids <laughs> cheat on their SATs that's to right. get into colleges that they can afford but don't oh. have the brains to go to. You can do that, something like that's that. Good. Just do that. Oh, God, blackmail. Oh, that sounds good. So you're going to get pay like a million dollars a girl, right? I can't believe I'm helping you strategize Jonathan, this. It's the and then what thing. do we use that money for to buy the policy <laughs> that we're all in on? No. Yeah. Is that how we do no, it? No, that's not. We, we not. have it be a donation to the church, to oh, our okay. 501c3, and I got a couple of those in Panama okay. or Bahamas, whichever We just don't tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so we have them donated as a tax write-off mm -hmm. to them. They's going to love that part. But see, we run it through the religious kind of a thing, mm -hmm. Jonathan, and also offshore. That way we keep the big government off our backs oh, with God. all of them deep staters wanting to get their mitts on our dollars. Oh, my God. So we should probably do it in somewhere like Switzerland with a numbered bank account mm. instead of just pen. Oh, my God, it's making sense. I'm so glad you guys figured it out. Oh, my God. Because I don't understand oh. anything you're talking about. This, this is, is like a big time. Me listening in to Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. It is. While I'm just sitting here in my park lounge. I'm a celebrity. Trying to smash oh. my butt deep into the cushion because I passed gas and I don't feel like smelling it right oh now. Oh, my goodness, Glenda, with the windy comfortables. <laughs> Do you have the solid comforts coming out? Not yet, honey. My prune juice hasn't kicked in yet. It'll be a couple of hours. So, Catherine, you still going to hit hmm. these lower-end sponsors like Trailer Joe's um, and Kumquats and Dollar Shrub when you're in a room like where you're at now? Oh, that, that is a good point. Oh, the, he is very good. I love how you figure things out, honey. Well, that is something I need to think about. But see, the other thing I don't know, Jonathan, that I hadn't thought of until just now, and you reminded me, Lonnie Whisberg, Dora Vanper, Ashley Quinoa, and the rest of them, Lenny Lickboot, and what about Jerry and Picking Bisonax? What if they are secret silent investors in Left Aid and Crevasse, Bed Bath and Closer, <gasps> Burger Queens, Janice in the Box? <gasps> what about, what if they're really in, in what? on the ground floor of Bullseye and Kumquat and Dollar Shrub? <gasps> oh, Ibble, 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 they have more money than Pertian. Oh my goodness, did I just say that? Well, I don't have a lot of money because Pernod only makes 30000 a year. That's the lowest tax amount I can get before they start asking questions. I'll have to do that audit all over again. Oh my God. I got way more offshore. Oh my God, you make $30,000 a year? Oh my God. I think my half-white costs half that much. Don't cash out yet, Glenda. I'm just saying. Well, why would I cash out, honey? It's not like I'm gonna go anywhere. I can't afford to go anywhere. I can't afford to go to the room to Catherine's Inn and get to know all those people. Oh, that is true, Glenda. It is so sad. They would never mm. even want to look at you so much as pay you some money. Or would they? You know, what if we got them to pay some money? to 
Glenda and all of us. Without them knowing that that's what's going on because they're paying for the pool party princess purge. Oh my god, that's what it... Jocelyn, come here. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to invite all of their grandchildren to come to pool party princess purge program. The girls will purge. The guys will learn how to part the Red Sea. It's a rite of passage. All the rich are doing it in, I don't know, the Hamptons or New Jersey or... Ball Harbor, Florida, with the rest of those stupid idiots. But anyway, this is a market that hasn't been tapped yet. We've tested it in Jersey. We've tested it in Florida. We've tested it in Boca Raton. I think they'll go for it. We've been doing it for decades in the Bahamas. We could tell them that, because how many of them don't even go to the Bahamas anymore? And what if they're the whales in Vegas, honey? I bet they never heard anything from those snooty concierges at the casinos about these programs for their dumb snotty-ass kids Whoa. in Vegas. So, Glenn, you know about the whales of Vegas oh, yeah. and the concierge program? Uh, I'm impressed. Oh, yeah, honey. I dated one for about um, 40 minutes once in the lift elevator, you know, for freight. We had a really good time. And then he had to go back to work, and I went back to go and see Sylvia. And, uh, as you'd say, kind of like that. <laughs> oh, God, little Johnny Walker. There was his name, there really was his name. Johnny Walker? Did you say Johnny Walker? Why, he is the grandson of one of the richest people in Boca Raton, who just might be in the room where Catherine is. And that guy's name is Gerald Walker. That's what it is. I met him once at Blessed Souls Ministries. I bought a building from him. He is one of the owners of Crevasse and Bed Bath and Closer. <laughs> Jocelyn, come here. Go find the guest list and see if there's someone on it named Gerald Walker. Oh, my God. This is. I'm going to have to go over to his table and show him my bassoons. Maybe I'll have a heart attack or sweat to death. I'll have to accompany him in the ambulance to the hospital where he can sign the papers so I can get in his last will and testament before he dies of some kind of, I don't know, pain overdose or something like that. Oh, thank God I became a notary in that Chicago job. Oh, my goodness. And then you could call me to come in and do the last rite ceremony. I could overcharge him for like... Oh. A hundred million dollars or something like that. You know, just to save his family. Mm -hmm. We can say we will insure this for you, sir. Um, so like once that. again, I'm going to get off the phone because I feel like I'm about to become an accomplice to a crime. Oh. So I will oh. talk to you later. Bye. Oh, oh my gosh. Night. Yeah, I'm going to go to you guys. Okay. Jeopardy is going to be on. So you just kind of fill me in later. Oh, we will. How much money we're going to okay. make. Okay. I need to go to pick up my check, okay? I okay. And if I had to go to Panama or Bahamas um, or Switzerland or where the hell can someone <laughs> pay for me to go and pick it up? What? Or can you well, send it to me? We'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay, honey. Good night. Good night, Glenda. Good night, yeah, Glenda. we gotta figure that out because yeah. Bernie can't go flying all over the place and wearing a mask. No, no one can pass me. I charge people for autographs too. I've got oh. a whole system going on. I've got all kinds of it. revenue streams depending <laughs> on whether someone wants a prayer, an exorcism, or something else. Yes. But anyway, what now? What? Dumb birds is giving me the bird again, so I gotta go and see what they's cramming oh, about. All right. I'll talk to you okay. later. Bye. Bye. Oh my god. So, Jocelyn, this is gonna be fabulous. God damn it. I am complete, and I'm gonna be rolling in it by the end of the evening. I'm gonna get everyone in this room signed up now, Jocelyn, for the Pool Party Princess Purge process. Get all their girls to do the two to three fingers down the throat by the time they're 16, and then they can audition for me. As soon as they've done that purging of the caloric intake, that was the phrase, wasn't it? That was good. I thought that was real classy. 
So anyway, that's the end of the show, guys. I'm gonna go work this room, make the big bucks. Good night. All about the no bad. 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 What a fabulous show we've got tonight, everybody. We're all back in the studio, and we're not wearing the masks, and we don't care because we're free with our life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and that's what it means to be good juju and not the bad mocha. What are we talking about, everybody? Something fabulous, something wonderful, I hope. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff going on that I don't know about because I don't stuff? have my show notes again. The new Sheila didn't <laughs> print them out on the copy machine, what? so we don't know what we're talking about oh either, God. boss man. Oh my gosh, so Sheila darling, did you get the show notes that I emailed you? I'm not sure I know how to use email. It's that thing that you type on, right? Then there was a little button that said send. I didn't do that because I wasn't sure yet. Oh, yeah, that's probably why she didn't get it. Oh, After my you God. type in the email, you have to uh -huh. click send. Oh. And that's what sends the thing that you type. I didn't know that. So that she could receive it so that we could have, you know, show notes on the air, which is right. what you told us we were supposed to have. You that's know? the policy. And I'm yeah. just saying, you know, don't fire me. Oh, no, darling, I'm not going to fire you. I remember what's in the email. Okay. I said, send everybody the show notes. Right. And that's what I said. <laughs> but I didn't send it, you oh. know, so, yeah. Well, I think if we pray to Jesus that he would send us a miracle, mm -hmm. we could get that revelation in a transformation for a new formation of oh. something in our life, like show Oh, notes. please. I have a psychiatric connection to the psychic realms. I mean, if anyone's going to do anything, let me clear that. <laughs> It should be me with my vibrational correctness. I mean, I've got the moves, I've got the dance, I've got it all going on. Besides, I have my note cards for what I'm going to be talking about in this evening's show. I came prepared. I'm a national speaker, you know. I'm a special Ugh. person. Oh, and I'm not special enough. Is that what you say? Oh, here you telling Pernod how to be holy again. You know, I stand in front of my ministry all the time looking at these wonky-ass people with their wonky faces coming out of their mama rum looking all ugly and smashed in and hydrocephalic big large heads and cheekbones and smashed in faces and lips all over the place, these duck lips. How can I stand up there reading the Bible trying to feel holy when I have to look at that? Are you telling me there's ugly people at your church? Ew. Oh my God, that is so not Jewish. No, I, I don't know what that is, but it's not normal either. I mean, that's like the old normal. I think the new normal needs to be pretty people that are cool. Yeah, I agree. You know, I mean like cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, darling, I mean, if you can't stay with the beat, you know, then you shouldn't even try, darling. I mean, Jews have a natural sense of rhythm and panache, you know, it just comes with the bloodline. Well, it comes with me, too. I mean, I've got the moves and the shimmies from my back in Vegas when I was playing Kermura Ravel. We used to dance like songs like this all the time, and I have the best moves.
moves and my leg kicks and my hip moves and my belly and my shoulders and ankles and I would spin around and land a 10 on the mat doing my ice skating jumps on the floorboards and I got a big hand and everyone put all kinds of credit cards uh, real estate deeds, stocks, bonds, and my G-string. I was one of the highest paid strippers back in my day. Back in your day. And what century was that? Was that before the 19th century? Back when the steam engine was a big technology breakthrough? Oh, darling, don't be so generous. I think it was back when the tea kettle was big technology breakthrough. <laughs> Sorry, darling. I notice that no one is talking about the technology of Jesus and God with her. And we need to have people sending all their money and sending all their water because I'm going to be starting the second flood since no one else is wiping out these diseases that spread all over the place I'm going to do the second flood and just wipe it out and just get rid of it demon out demon out with the flood and I'm going to own it too so if people want to get cured from the flood you're going to have to pay Jesus because Jesus is coming to get you. You really haven't thought this second flood thing out too what do you mean? far in advance, have you? Oh, I, mean, I if have. there's a flood, what? do you really think people are going to grab their money? Yes. Or their credit cards? <laughs> yes. Their Apple Wallet? I mean, come yes. on. <laughs> People's phones aren't going to work for Apple Wallet. Uh, You're not going to have a little credit card machine to zip it in, even oh, if they have a chip. Oh, shoot. A Satan. <laughs> and they're not going to have any money. So who's going to give you money after the second flood? Uh, Duh, Pastor Man on another pastor adventure. Oh, you forget, Jonathan, that I have a one-to-one connection with Jesus and God. In the fancy restaurant in the sky and the coffee shops of the best churches of the world, Jesus can come and visit me anywhere. You just sit down next to Pernit on this late-night radio show and open your Bible and we'll find all kinds of songs and prayers to drown your sorrows in with your sad, ugly life and all your sins and your wonky ass face your ugly kids you don't even know if you have kids or if you do have kids where your kids is you know i got little bobby bogger who sits in the front row of the pews of bless his souls ministries picking his nose and wiping it on the pews i have to have darlene go around and scrape him off the bottom of that we collect them all and then i put them in a big bucket and then we tie up bobby bogler like a pinata and then we cover him in all kinds of glue not the gorilla glue we want it to come off but then some glue that's like peel off but before we peel off the glue we just cover him in colored streamers and then we string him up and bless his hell's ministries as an example to all the other sinners in the neighborhood who don't send in all their money or put enough money in the offering bowl and then we make an example out of bobby bogler and we shake him shake him shake him and all the change falls out, all the spare change. Oh, yeah. A couple of Cheetos, bottle caps, used condoms, things like that, pizza crust. Mm-hmm. The same things that is stuck in people's couches and their barcolas. Oh, I tell ya. So that's how I show people if you don't give the money freely to Jesus. I love it. Isn't that guy? You remember Bobby Bob? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like that. No, I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Put the money first. Let's make some big Absolutely. Isn't that what you say, Carrie? It's all about the money. Make There's the nothing wrong box. with making money after the flood. Oh, yeah. Someone's got to start it again. Am I on this boat? I think um, I should start the money again. You know, Jews have a thing with banking. Well, and I'm going to be on the ship. I mean, I'm going to be like Julie, and I'm going to be doing costume changes, and I'm going to be doing sort of like a cruise director, but I'll be twirling around in a circle with my best dance moves from Vegas. And also, I will be turning around those vowels and consonants and helping people to solve the puzzle, you know, because so many people just love 
those game shows, especially on expensive cruise ships like ours, the Zark 2. Zark 2. What is what the hell is Zark 2? I've never heard of that. Is that the name of a ship? Do we put numbers on ships anymore? I thought we didn't do that, you know, after the QE2 debacle, you know, took forever that that to to get built for me to get it out of my mouth to even say it. It's just so hard yeah. to put a number on a ship. Mm-hmm. What the hell is Zark 2? I have a theory about what Zark 2 is, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut yeah. just to see if I'm right. Ugh. I don't want to, you know, lead the witness. I don't, don't want to do it. You do it. You do it. You do it. Tell off. All right. Well, Zark 2 is Noah Zark 2. That's what it is. Named after Noah. And his last name was Zark. Everyone knows it's in the Bible. You can look it up. It's in the Bible. Noah's Ark. And so that was the first flood, Noah's Ark 1. And so he's building Zark 2 for Pernod. <laughs> and I'm owning this flood. This don't belong to Noah. He don't get the money on this one. I get the money. And then I can give it to Jesus, of course. I'm having second thoughts already about going on this boat. I don't even know if it's big enough to be considered a ship. Yeah. What do you think, Jonathan? Yeah, I don't know. I told him I'd want to go, but only if I didn't have to pay a ticket price, because, I mean, hello, I know what the plan is. And if I'm going to be working on it, why do I have to pay to work? I mean, duh. Well, you have to work, Jonathan, because we's having a passenger. At least we have two passengers in addition to all of us. So there's going to be me, Catherine, and Jonathan and Steve. And then we have our two surprise guests who made a reservation on the Lido deck. Oh my god, I didn't know you had reservations already taken for people on the Lido deck yet. Who are these strange people? Jonathan, do you know about this? Tell the truth. Well, again, I have a theory, like my first theory that I didn't say. I should have said it because I was right. And my second theory is, I think I know who it is, but I don't want to say again because I think I'm right. <laughs> what do you mean you think you're right, Jonathan? You is right. You know who it is. I would say that I took an oath when I was the past crowned Christmas Bliss Queen and the pool party princess. Uh-huh. Um, and I vowed not to make those secrets available to the public again unless, you know, I get permission. Yeah. Or I opened a cool envelope at the Oscars and can reveal that winner, uh-huh. you know, to the audience. Okay. With my name in the credits and the lights. Okay. Well, D- anyway, darling, anyway. darling, yeah. So, anyway, well, who is it? I mean, come on, let's reveal this secret. If I'm going to be on some day glow boat floating around after the second flood, I want to know who the other passengers are. I mean, God knows I'm the one starting the next financial revolution <laughs> with the money. I'm thinking of having my face on the money, too, you know. I think it's time. I think it's time we reveal who it is. So, I mean, does someone know how to reveal that? I mean, we have... We still don't have any show notes, so I don't know how to reveal it. I mean, because obviously they're not here in the studio with us, so um, how do we go about this? I could perform a reverse exorcism, even though they isn't dead. We could summon them back from the living. Well, what do you mean, back from the living? They are alive, I assume. I mean, assuming they are alive, how do you get them back from being alive? Well, I was reading a pamphlet about this on the bus, and there's these things in space called wormholes, only they isn't as small as a worm. They're bigger than that, Jonathan, like the size of a galaxy. I think we could do that, push them through no. that, and then they could come out. No, no, you're making it too difficult. Come on, she always listens to someone like me and my fabulousness because I'm a celebrity and I have a sparkling personality. I'm going to clear that in case someone gets snippy. Now, you know who you are. We're talking about you. <laughs> Not you, Jocelyn. 
That's my maid. She's waiting in the booth with Johnny. Can you hear me, Jocelyn? I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about who we want to have call in. Now you're listening. I know you're listening. Call in now. Okay, let me do it like I do on my show. Callers, you need to call in or I'll hang up on you before you even get here. It's Bernie, and it's how we used to do the show, Glenda, before the telephone shows when we had to call everything in, which is what you's doing now, so it's, it's not new for you, Glenda, it's old. You call me old, honey? <laughs> Why you call me old? God, I'm not old. I'm only 39. <laughs> I'm down to two packs in the morning, and I'm so healthy, you know? I think everyone's jealous of me. I'm cutting down on my TV dinners and, and my jello and Elmer's that twirls around the circular refrigerator case. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait to go back to Elmer's or Denny's. You know, the photos of the food on the menu look so good. <laughs> Makes it so hard to choose. Hey, Glenda, how's it going? Did you take care of the uh, grumbling tummy issue, if you know what I mean? Oh, I know. And uh, they're gonna put like a scope up my ass or down my throat or both ways and see what's going on in there. And I told them I had like some broccoli like three years ago. And I've been wondering this year if it's still in there. You know, it might be all blocked up and impacted and not coming out. Maybe that's why, you know, I've got the problem. Oh, I think going to a gastroenterologist is a very good thing, Glenda. Besides, you never want to leave health matters to chance or to a doctor who's not Jewish or to an accountant who's not Jewish. Or, you know, if you have to sue the doctor and the accountant, a lawyer who's not Jewish. We all have a good law firm, don't we? Don't you just love Tinky Doodoo and Kaka? Oh, my God. I just love them. We win everything and just... It's so shitty for the other people who lose, you know, but that's too bad. We always win, and that's uh, yeah. it's so Jewish of us. But the other people, they always lose, uh. you know, and that's so not Jewish. No. Well, I'm not Jewish, but my doctor is really good, you know. Because I got, like, the Medicare program where I only have to pay five bucks for the lab test. And then five bucks for my drugs and medication. Of a 60 year old. I slapped the shit out of him when I heard that. <laughs> oh 
Christian language, but pretty know what you was saying, Glenda, and perhaps you could use an exorcism on your stomach innards, you know, with your tummy muscles. You've obviously gone dry on the tummy bugs, and you need the healthy tummy bugs, and we sell those at the ministry for $2,000 a bottle. It's a 30-day supply, and if you sign up now, Glenda, I can throw in the extra, extra bits on hair gel that'll make your hair grow better Wherever you want on your body. It doesn't have to be on the top of your head. It could be anywhere you need to grow more hair, Glenda. Like, uh, oh, I don't know, your back or something like that. Good Lord, her back. Where the hell would she grow hair on her back? No, 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 he's right. You know, I had to go in and get all the hair waxed off my back. It was scaring everybody at the beach, you know. For a while, I just, you know, let it go. But then more and more people was bothering me. Coming up... Me for cigarettes and everything, so I was like, I'm sick of this bullshit, you know. So I just left the hair on, you know. I figure scare him away, you know. I kind of like the way it looked, grrr, kind of scared him off. <laughs> Well, good for you that you're taking care of the health issues. What with the gas pains and now the back hair. Oh, my God. That is just, that is that is very Jewish. You know, all these personal bodily problems. It's I can totally relate, Glenda. I won't tell you what mine are, but I can relate. How can you relate? You're Jewish and rich and she's not and not. <laughs> Jonathan, you know, if this were a Jewish bod, then you've already filled your two-complaint minimum. Everybody at Pernit's church complains all the time that Pernit don't read enough from the scripture, and I think they just forget it every week, and I say the same thing every week. I just use different names out of the Bible, because the Bible has different names, and sometimes Pernit can't remember them either, so I just start using made-up names from modern times, like Dick and Jane and Sally and uh, Mike, Carol, uh, you know, Edith, Archie, Cindy, Jan, Marsha, Greg, just any old name that come into Bernie's head. Why, because you watch Archie Bunker and the Brady Bunch? I mean, what the hell, man? Oh, Archie Bunker, I mean, he was someone, he was someone. Come on, you guys, we're off track. Linda needs help with her gastroenterologist problems on our ship. Now, are we going to have a doctor on the ship? We're going to need a ship's doctor, someone I can schmooze with and have romantic nights with, you know, and a little cocktail, a little back rub, a little hot tub. I like that, real tall, dark, and handsome, sexy doctor that can come to my room and give me my medication, because I'll be damned if I were look at Sylvia putting pills down my throat. Well, and if the doctor can't, I can always be the fabulous, sexy nurse that delivers those pills to your front door. It could be like pills on wheels, you know, instead of meals for wheels, it could be pills on wheels, and I can just... Wheel your pills in, Glenda, kind of like they are. Well, why wait for some wheeled cart, Catherine? I mean, you should just slide down the stripper pole, you know, from the top deck all the way down to the Lido deck and just do a pole dance all the way while you're delivering the pills. Oh, my God, I love that. That sounds fat. Vegas, oh, that sounds good. No, we're not going to have any smut on this ship. This is Zark 2. We are supposed to be celebrating the miracle of Purdy saving us from the second flood. I will not have any smut or smut bunnies on this ship. Smut bunnies. I've never heard of that, but it gives me an idea. 
you know, after the second flood, there's not going to be a lot of people left on Earth. And someone needs to start the Playboy Bunny empire again, you know, and I think I'd have the bucks to do that. I mean, after all, I'll be the printing money. Well, you know, I'll print the money. I know, but see, the other problem that we realized the other night was that after we wipe out all the people, <laughs> there won't be any people, Steve. And so, like, someone on Zark 2 is going to have to make new babies, and that's not going to be me. Oh, dear God. Oh my god, it's not gonna be me. No way. No, no. No, it's not gonna be me either. I cannot afford to gain that much weight. And besides that, I think if I were to get pregnant and have a whole bunch of kids, my boobs would explode. Oh, that's not good, honey. I mean, you're such a movie star. I don't think you should have kids. There's not gonna be any kids on this ship, is there? Because I think that's just gonna ruin the whole vacation, you know? It's, I think this should be an adult cruise. No, it's not going to be an adult smut cruise, Glenn. It's going to be an adult holiness cruise. And don't look at Purdy. I'm not making babies with anyone. Oh, sorry, Steve. So much for the bunnies. Uh, yeah, so much for those bunnies. Ugh, what are we going to do, John? Oh, wow. Well, Catherine, don't you have, like, a couple of babe friends in Vegas? I do. I mean, I've got my dudes and my babes in Santa Monica. But uh-huh. You know, they're so hot. I don't know what if, do you mean? you know, you'd want people on the ship that are what? as hot as, as you. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I almost threw up in my mouth when I said that. I mean, they're uh, actually hotter, but, you no, know. No, they're not hotter than me, Jonathan. I won the Hotter Than Hot at a wet t-shirt competition last year in McSorley's Bar in, in some Irish pub or something like that. But anyway, it, it's owned by Nick Hulebecker. Do you know who that is? Well, he owns the bar, and he and I go way back way back in a lounge chair. Um, I can't talk about that on air. I love her stories. It's so much fun. You know, it's just, I'm already on my fourth cigarette since I came on this show. That means I've cut down to about half, you know. I'm just getting healthier. <laughs> healthier. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why I never got COVID. My smoke forms a force field and protects <laughs> Oh. It protects me, you know. Well, speaking of protection, if we's going to have computers on this ship so that we can have all the latest technology after the second flood, because we's going to have to start everything over with the computers and the iPhones. There's not going to be any iPhones. We have to make new digital phones and smartphones. Oh. We's going to have to build a whole new internet. Oh, my God. Well, well, we'll have Jonathan. Jonathan knows all about that high-tech stuff. He's a genius with, like, 10 PhDs. And, and something, don't you, Jonathan? You're smart, right? You are smart, right? Yeah, I mean, I could figure it out, but I mean, are we going to take a stash of technology with us, or do you want me to start from scratch? Because, you know, um, I've never built the internet before, so, you know, it might take a while, like, uh, forever. No, we don't have forever, Jonathan. We's not going to live forever. We's not gods like Jesus and God. Although Pernity is looking into being uh, longer living than anybody else. I'm looking into it. I'm trying to decode special messages in the Bible that'll give Pernity immortality where I can just pray forever in my church and make more money than Joel Osteen. I'll be on the cover of every magazine instead of on the back. He's on the cover of everything, and I'm sick of being on the back cover. Okay, so I'll forget about the Playboy bunnies, and we'll start a magazine empire this time. You can be on the cover of all of them, darling. I would like my own magazine as well. I think it's time to put classy living into print, you know, and I can do my psychic readings and, and my shimmies and my 
vibrational correctness with that psychiatric connection and that magical sense I have with the audience to the connection in my mood. No, 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 no! I told you this is not going to be a smut ship. This is going to be a ship of holiness. We must deliver holiness to the world. That's why we's doing the second flood to wipe out the smut. So that means we're going to have to start making new laws and new rules for the new world to have order in it, if you know what I mean. Oh, a new world order. Oh, maybe we shouldn't use that wording, you know. We'll be the only globalists by then, my God. We'll be the elites. We won't be in the top 1%. We'll be the percent. We'll be the whole percent. That'll be amazing, you know. And I think no taxes for any of us, you know. Why? I mean, who are we going to pay? Us? Oh, I like that. Yeah, no taxes. Just, like, screw that. Yeah, I like this new world we're doing, you guys. And so maybe, like, you know, all I ask is... Shuffleboard crap. Oh my god, I can't live my fantasy of the love boat. <laughs> oh my, did you know the ancient history of the love boat in Jeopardy goes all the way back past ancient Egypt times? Ancient Egypt times. What's up, we're right here on Star Popcorn. Is there going to be popcorn on this oh ship? My God. Because you know how much I love Oh, that. we've got to have a snack bar and plenty of restaurants. Otherwise, I'm going to be bored with just, you know, salads and health food. Oh, absolutely, darling. I mean, if there's anything that we do fabulously, it's fabulous food. It'll be all kosher, all the best food, all the best chefs. <laughs> this is going to be a real show place on this ship. The best restaurants, everything, top of the line, darling. So now we're adding more people like chefs, and you're going to have other cooks and then you're going to have to have wait staff mm, so right. Catherine do you know those people in Vegas? I know a bunch of people in Vegas who are fabulous at cooking and serving and uh are we talking about restaurants? Well yes what will we talking about if you're going to be serving people? Well I don't think she should explain it especially since you've already given the order that there's no smut in the world after the second flood. What about my pole dance when I have to deliver Glinda's pills in the middle of the night you know I could stop by on the deck above and do sort of like a dance and a couple of shimmies and collect some tips make some money on the way down while I'm dropping off her pills. Oh, yeah. Right Glinda? Floodwaters die down and everything dries out. Instead of Las Vegas, I really think it should be New Vegas, like Linda said. You know? Oh, that's a good idea. And I want to be in, in New New York and just have the Empire State all to Pernian and Pernian's Church and Blessed Souls Ministries and Jesus and God and the Holy Chicken Bunnies and the Bullet Cow Pigs and no dumb birds, though. I do have to bring them with because I have the GoPros strapped to them. They need to film everything, you know, so we can keep a record of everything that happens during the flood. So I got to train them dumb birds to be able to film things during this flood and not get 
you know, swamped down in the seawater with all the other demonic uh, ocean water fish. My God, I didn't know there was going to be a broadcasting crew, a camera crew and everything. Someone should have told me. Are we going to have a makeup crew? I need to look very good for this. Water fish? Bully cow pig? <laughs> are these real animals? And are they coming on Zark too? Yes. I'm just wondering. Yes, the water fish. Everyone knows that, Jonathan. Fish is from the water. That's why they called water fish like the air birds and the ground bunnies, you know, and, and the underground worms and bugs and things like that. So he's going to have all these animals on the ship to repopulate the world when we get all the water dried out, you know. So he's going to have to bring some fans and hair dryers so to dry it out faster, you know, because I don't want to step in the mud. Hair dryers? Now, why didn't I think of that? Oh, my God, that is so Jewish. No, I'm not stepping in mud, darling. Not with my Farrakhamo shoes. So we'll have to roll out some carpets. Is someone going to bring carpets? You can use my shag carpet and my half-white trainer, honey. It's shag and it's avocado green in one room. And in my bedroom, it's like this burnt orange color, you know. And then in the kitchen, I got a yellow shag rug. And in my bathroom, I've got brown shag rug. For obvious reasons, you know, it doesn't show the dirt. Well, why would you have dirt in the bathroom? You go in the bathroom to get all cleaned off, Glenda. Glenda, why do you have a rug in the bathroom anyway? I mean, if anything, it should be pink tile, like I have. Or Italian pink marble. Like I have. Oh, such style. I love this sort of fashion and style designer sense we have going on. Are we going to have decorators come on this ship? Because I know a couple of decorators that could do our cabins on this ship, you know. I think that'd be fabulous. You know, everything's got to look amazing. Oh, my gosh, that's right. Oh, he is very good. Fashion and style. Oh, that sounds good. I need shops on this ship so I can do my oh, shopping. Yeah, I want to go shopping, too, honey, except I probably won't be able to afford it. Oh, wait a minute. So I now know the guy in charge of the money. <laughs> Can you just make it so I don't have to pay anything, Mr. Steinberg? Because right now I can't afford anything, and I'd like to not have to afford things in the future. Especially after a global flood, you know. <laughs> we'll make arrangements, Glenda. Don't worry about it, darling. It's going to be a better world. We can build back better. Oh, no. Why, why does that sound familiar? No, we don't want to build back better. We want to be best, uh, right? <laughs> well, not just any best. I mean, we, we want to be the very best. For Jesus and God imperted, I mean, after all, it's going to be life on the planet after the second flood, and we's in control of the world. I do like how he thinks this whole control issue, you know. Jews know a thing or two about that, too, darling. I mean, and now we're not going to have to answer to any of these Rockefellers of Vanderbilts or any of the other old Jews. I'll be the only one. Oh my God, I love it. Eat your heart out, baby. So you're not bringing along a lady friend, oh, you know? No, I've had enough of the royal Jewess. I'm not going to mention a name, but no, we're done with that, Jonathan. We're done with that. I don't know what she's all talking about, these strange terminologies. I think we ought to make them illegal in the future. I think we ought to make it a law that we all need to understand one another and get along. You know, just the law is love one another. 
And that's it. And that's all about the good juju, not the bad mojo. Well, we're going to need t-shirts for that and the marketing. And I know people who can do uh, the t-shirts. Christy Shanice along with Shadeen Taylor and Robert Morelicker. I mean, they've got a fabulous shirt, shirt business. We ought to bring them on the ship, you know, for my wet t-shirt contest. Uh, More fabulous. I just I just love this idea. It's gonna be a party. It's gonna be fabulous. So Jewish. I think we're probably up to more than a thousand staff people and extra people on board. Um and we only have like several passengers, so we're kinda lopsided and how big is this ship going to be? I mean, you know. Yeah, it's going to be the inside of Blessed Souls Ministries. I'm covering it with Gorilla Glue, and then I'm going to fill it up with water. That's why I ask people to send in all their money and send in all their water. And then when we collect enough water, that's when I release it for the second flood. Oh, okay, leave me <laughs> out. I'm out. What? Oh, my God, I'm so not going What? Oh, no, yeah, me neither. Good night. Um, what? Well, why not? It's going to be the end of the world. Don't you want to go with Pernian? Good night. We can start a whole new world. Good night. With Pernian. Hello? Where'd everybody go? Why is this always happening to Pernian? Guys, teas and everything. Um, so I'm I'm good with that, Johnny. But just let me get set up here for the show. Oh, so fabulous! We had such a group show the other night. It was so good. It was so fabulous. What's this? Mm. You know these stupid other extra cards that come with the tarot decks. I don't know why they put them in there. It's like, Dad, you know how to use the cards. I don't need these instructions. Oh. Hi everyone, welcome to Astro Lava. Um, it's me, Catherine Jamie Animalo, here on Late Night Radio with Astro Lava and, and me, Catherine Jamie Animalo. I'm still working on that. Doing the tarot card readings tonight. So you can think about something peaceful and um, goddess-like or, or godlike, you know, whatever your gender is today. I mean, some of you seem to change it every five minutes. You can't keep up with your pronouns, but uh, that's your problem, isn't it? According to the tarot, I'm just saying, you know. Drawing these cards, what's this? Horizontal, two of swords. Again, choice point, we're at a choice point. Let me just read this to you. Let me get a sip of my tea. That's really good, Jocelyn. Did you put something in there? Because I can taste kind of a distinct mustiness. What is it? Really? Don't do that again, because she put CBD oil in my tea, and um, I had the dumbest dreams on that. Hold on. What's that noise? Oh, okay. We have the air conditioners on, because it's a little hot in the house, and we put the dehumidifiers outside to take that moisture out of the air, because the climate change in Southern California is very humid. It's getting real humid, and uh, never used to be this humid in Southern California. But back to this tarot situation, so we're at a choice point, people. Horizontal two of swords. Let me tell you what that means. On one hand, no major changes and few events are going on. Your heart is closed off to avoid the possibility of pain. Emotional barriers protect you from love. You're basically in denial. Inability to accept the reality of your problems keeps the situations from changing 
take action and compromise to resolve these. Now that's one path. Let me tell you this other one. Creative or intellectual rut. Told you we're at a choice point. Stagnation. Movement in the wrong direction. We're not talking about your bowel movements. Your need for human interaction creates problem uh, problems trusting the wrong people. God. Talking too much. Feelings of loneliness. Not good enoughness. All that bullshit. A good idea could be involving yourself with others in a new project and a positive experience. Take a chance on a new venture. Wow. That's really pathetic for so many of you out there. What's this? Oh, right side up chariot card. See, now, after I read the first card, you know, I read the first card. I was reading the first card. The first card, I read it. I had this opinion about that. I was like, well, thank God that's not me, if you know what I'm saying. And then this card popped out. And I think this is why Jesus is telling me about the opinion I just expressed to you. That I'm separate because I'm so special. I'm I'm so beautiful. Um, I'm prettier than a lot of other people out there. You know, if you hadn't been to Walmart lately, Jocelyn's gone there and taken some video footage. And she's shown me the sad wombat carcasses walking around there just waddling around but anyway i don't look anything like that um yeah you'll never mistake me for a dump truck with flat tires and so this is the card that why jesus showed me right set up chariot card the card of success of confidence determination victory over illness enemies and financial problems god damn it i am complete olay with the sauce on top goals achieved through self-control willpower and discordance oh no discipline <laughs> sorry um focus on the battle at hand Take satisfaction in your accomplishments, but guard against arrogance. Your reputation will be established and respect is, is uh, ear, earwaxed. Oh, earned. There we go. Jocelyn, my pupils are having a problem seeing these cards. If anyone cares. I think it's the CBD oil you're trying to drug me with. She doesn't want me driving tonight. I was going to stay one of the Lambos out for a spin, but um, apparently that's not going to happen now. I've been drugged by my maid. Callers call in so I can do these tarot readings since I'm obviously not going anywhere tonight because my own maid is driving my ass. Oh, hi, girlfriend. Oh, hi, Jonathan. so weird hmm. that your maid is drugging your ass. Let me tell you. Oil. Doesn't that just mellow you out and make you chill? No, it doesn't. I mean, it totally makes me chill. Yeah. I'm not on it right now, but, uh, you know, I'm just saying. Oh, well, I'm just saying it does not make me chill. It gives me very weird daydreams. What? Like while I'm seeing the room with my eyeballs, mm -hmm. I'm seeing another vision. Oh, wow. Like overlapping that. And that's the daydream. Oh, boy. And it's real nuts. Real crazy. Just goofy. Have you been like to a shrink lately and mm. gotten that diagnosed? It sounds oh, like you're God. delusional. Mm. You know, are you worried about things a lot? Like in a super intense way? Um, no, not really. I've been fine. Mm. Jocelyn, I'd like to know what else you put in this tea. Yeah, so... I really find Jonathan, really. Yeah, so is there, like, anything, you know, uh, astrologically uh, going on with the energy oh, right now that. that, you know, maybe that has something to do oh, with it? God. Are you on new pills? Uh, I mean... Not too many. What's going on? When was the last time you went on a date? Well... Did you eat the wrong was, food? Mm, Were you drinking? Well, I'm just, I, you know, God, trying to help. God 
Can I please help? Okay, let me look at the planets. Oh, yeah. You brought it up. Sorry. Um, the sun is in Cancer, moon is in Virgo, mm -hmm. Mercury in Cancer, Venus and Mars in Leo. Leo. <laughs> Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, Pluto, and the true node are all retrograde. Mm. And that's a pile of crap right there, Jonathan, I'm telling you. What does it mean when all of those are in retrograde? I don't bullshit. really care, but I'm just, you know, hmm. trying to what? seem interested because I think it might help you. I don't oh. know. Is that empathy? Oh, my God. When was the last time you saw a shrink? Like, uh, let me turn this around and diagnose you, <laughs> you schizoid. What's the, pro what's the problem? I mean, like, what is the problem? No, no, no. I'm not a schizoid. Even mm. though I'm quiet, I'm always mm -hmm. around my dudes, my babes. You know, oh, that's Dennis true. Beach thing with mm -hmm. my lifestyle system, enhancement that's system, tool system. system. But I do hate name. talking to people. I hate small talk and shit like that's that. A dumb name. You sound paranoid, girlfriend. Like a paranoid <laughs> schizophrenic. No, let me clear that, Jonathan. Just expressing my vibrational correctness. My boobs are bigger than yours. And they should be, you know, because I'm wearing the Christian sinless breast implants uh, this month's edition. I'm thinking of selling them in bulk and having them mass produced. Since everyone is trying to be trans, they're just not fabulous. And I'm thinking of having it go mainstream, as well as bringing back Paisley. Because I'm worried that not enough people are looking stylish with fashion and design and some kind of sense of beauty, mm. you know. I think everyone needs to look like me. Okay, so yeah, I had the totally wrong mm. diagnosis. Oh, I think so. I don't know how to diagnose, mm -hmm. but maybe a titch mm -hmm. and a skosh mm -hmm. and a dash right. of narcissism if you want everyone to look like you and be like you. Oh, yeah, well, do you think that could be it? Mm. What do you think of you? <laughs> Finally, we get down to something I can enjoy talking about. Someone like me. So let me tell you about me. I think I'm pretty great. You know, I think I'm fabulous. And more people should listen to me. Because I could tell them, like, hello, god damn it, I am complete. What the hell is your problem? You're not complete, you're incomplete. Why do you keep coming to me for tarot card readings? What's that about, you paranoid? You, you nut job? You something in the DSM-4 or 5 or 8 or which? I don't know what edition we're on now. Jocelyn, what edition we're on with the, the, the book, the, the recipe book of, of freaks? I don't know what it's called, and I don't really care, Jonathan. I just need everyone to yeah. behave exactly like I do. So maybe it's like a hybrid condition, a little bit huh? of the schizoid with the paranoia and the narcissism oh, kind of mixed together. Blended. You're kind of like a psycho smoothie, you know? Oh, I a smoothie like psycho. <laughs> Something like that. Maybe you could, like, introduce that at oh one my of God, your, that's you know, for Trump programs. Are you still doing that? I'm trying to change the subject, because uh -huh. obviously I've touched a nerve. Oh, my God. Jocelyn, I'm a psycho smoothie. I wonder what I could put in that, you know, to like actually sell it and smooth it out. Mm. Like, introduce that stupid health shops that put in those jump powders and yeah. essential oils and tablets and shit. I'm blowing my nose. Down here in Southern California, they've got all these stupid juice places, and I'm sick oh, of it. Oh, I know. Maybe I ought to come up with my psycho smoothie, you know. That might actually be the solution, you know, to mellowing out this insanity going on oh, right that now. That would help. People wearing masks outside oh, yeah. when they already have the shots. Mm -hmm. What the hell is that? You think I'm paranoid? What are they are? What are they are? What? what do they are? What? I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> Jocelyn, I can't talk anymore. I think I have amnesia from myself. You know, I'm just putting on this new hand sanitizer. It's got God. a man scent. Mm. You know, they finally figured it out that we all don't want to smell like a fucking hospital okay. when we walk around after we put this shit on. Oh, I know, yeah. I'm not being paranoid. I'm just pissed off. It's like, oh, you're can we please not have hand sanitizer that makes me smell like a nurse? Mm -hmm. You know, come on. Like, I want to oh, smell like a man. I know. You know, yeah. not some damn flower, not some damn stupid goop candle it smells like a vagina oh, i want to smell like a dude yeah. okay 
Duh. I know. It's like, what is Gwyneth Paltrow going to come out with some v- vaginal scented oh, hand sanitizer to go with our candles? Sick. Because after oh, you handle geez. a candle, handle a candle. Mm. Oh, that's good. Jocelyn, we come out with handled candles and pre-handled candles. Mm. Candles that are already handled before you light it. That's good. We'll come up with my scent later. Anyway, wow. so I just got these ideas all the time. Jocelyn, you taking notes? You're an entrepreneur. Could channel into a song before Beyonce gets it, if anyone cares. Mm. I'm gonna win all kind of awards this week, you know. Really? Um, and this month and this year, I'm just gonna. Cool. I'm just gonna get all the awards. What's that? Kind of paranoid. What is that? <laughs> Boy, you're intense today. Female-scented hand sanitizer. Wow. Jonathan, what's this? In a pink bottle. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, my hoochie isn't that color of pink. I'm telling you that. I have a tan with no tan lines. Wow, that's. Um. Oh. Okay. Yeah. This does not smell good, Jocelyn. This does not smell like. Something feminine or floral or I don't know what it is. Yeah, this is TMI. We'll talk about that later. It smells like chemical waste. TMI. I don't know. Some third world country. Mm -hmm. So, Jonathan, I don't think um, anyone's come up with this idea yet for man-scented dryer sheets. Oh. Scented for a man. Sweet. And scented for a woman. Right on. And scented for a trance. You know, both of them put together. It's probably... Well, I don't know what that would be like. Do you? No, but I think if you took like a swab mm-hmm. from the armpit of a man mm. and a woman and then put them together oh, and God. like just did their pheromones in the dryer, oh, God. Um, oh, that would probably repel me, mm. you know, because mm. I really mm. am not into smelling a oh. dude's pits. Oh my God. You know. Jocelyn, I need a barf bag and a bedpan coming out both oh, ends. Sorry. It <laughs> might, it might, but stand by. It might happen. Wow. I could be shooting out both ends. Just the thought of that one, Jonathan. I, the last I thing know. I want to smell in a dryer sheet mm-hmm. is some other woman's coochie, uh, let alone my own. Yeah. I mean, that's why we wash things before we put them in the dryer. Yeah. Unless, of course, you're going to, um, you know, that underwear swap place. Uh, I don't know what that was called. Trader Jane's. Like trailer Jane. Trailer oh. Jane. Oh, trailer Jane. Yeah, That's what it was. Yeah, because it's for like trailer trash. Oh, and they swap God. Their, their panties at Trailer Jane. Rusty ass And then panties. Trailer John Wands. John Wands. Or Don Wands. Yeah, or John Wanathans. Or I don't know what it is. I don't know. But, I don't care. Yeah, I don't shop at the swap meets oh, in California. <laughs> I just don't feel like. Mm. You know, handling someone else's junk, mm. pun intended. Oh, no, and I, and they're literal junk. I mean, you mm. drive through these oh, rural boy. towns huh. filled with the hill people, oh, you know, yeah. selling their rusted out, you know, um, um, what cars? What's that called? Oh, Toilets? Tossin, what's that called? The machinery we have on the kitchen counters? Appliances. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're selling these rusted out appliances. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what an appliance is. But Jocelyn plays with them and they make noise Mm -hmm. and suddenly food appears. So it must work for some people. Yeah, I have a couple of appliances Mm. that I know what they are and I know how to use them. And I actually use them. And my my favorite one is the blender. You know, and then the other one is the two silver block ice maker. Mm. It doesn't make ice, Mm -hmm. but you take like a cube of ice. A cube. And you put it in the bottom silver block. Uh And then it has like these bolts sticking up on each of the corners. And then you take the top silver block and then you push it down onto it. (laughs) And you can make, you know, different shapes of ice cubes. It's like a total sphere Shapes. or like a pineapple. I got the pineapple attachments <laughs> or like that one. Wow. But basically it's for like, you know, really cool cocktails that you can pour over oh. your, your 
of molded ice, you know, molded ice. Yeah, molded ice. I'm not eating, I'm not into eating moldy ice no, that's or, not what you I'm know, about. funky foods no, or any of this other stuff that sounds like Trailer Joe's again and Trailer Jane's and Trailer Don Juan's. Yeah, so, you know, oh. so what else is going on? What else is new? Um, well, I'm talking to Julie Riverstone, Darlene Batchek, Melanie Bickerson. Wow. Um, we're thinking about doing a UFO special. Wow. Um, except oh. I'm going to be the only guest. They're my background researchers. Mm-hmm. They've got some really good shit on these UFOs from under the ocean with their undersea um, bases. That what? They're, they're conspiring with our military. And I'm what? thinking of doing that um, UFO special with Jordan McNamara on News to News Radio. Wow. Sometime very soon. Wow, that was a bomb you just dropped. So, mm-hmm, you know, I was true. thinking of something more along the lines mm-hmm. of Jerome Mimosa, you know, oh. the alleged gay twin brother Imagine. of Jason Momoa. No, he's real. That whole thing. Remember he's, that? He's real. You remember. <laughs> you were all, you're all saying he's real. No, he is real. He is real. He was there. You oh, weren't what? there. No, he I know. To De Los Ranchos via De La Ranchero. <laughs> okay. I introduced Jerome Mimosa when we were doing Doodle the Musical oh, written by Uli Ululu in the Sununu Room at Flulu's and the Bob Kilbasa and Crystal Rainey Foundation VIP event at Shoe Shoes. Yeah. Okay, we had the Ushers Union there, also members from the Christian Ushers Union. So I had people from Ooh and Koo as ushers. And it was a whole thing, Jonathan. I'm mm-hmm. sorry you missed it. Yep. You know, I'm sorry you missed it. Well, that's probably because I was in a, you know, investors meeting uh, with Bob Galetti and Sherilyn Alabaster Jones. Um, and you weren't in that meeting. Hello, you know, I was just yeah. trying to raise money mm, for this yeah. stupid second flood thing the pastor man really? was trying to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how he's going to, there's not enough water that he can put in his own church, <laughs> even if it is lined with Gorilla Glue, <laughs> to fill up and flood the world and actually flood the world. I mean, does he really believe that? Oh, right. Well, uh, let's let's um, back it up, huh? shift it back. What? First of all, it's not Gog Galetti what? from your medieval times of Dungeons and Dragons sword fighting with your penis. Oh, it's geez. Bob Galetti. Okay, Robert oh, Galetti right. is who it is, the billionaire okay. who likes to finance things that I'm in because he knows me. Well, do you know Vanessa Belly Upson and Geraldine Gaston? <laughs> Password oh, because, you know, they were in the meeting, too, and you weren't. Yeah, I know I wasn't there because I was in another meeting, a parallel <laughs> meeting, right. okay, with Joey Vega Medallion and mm. Gina Locagigante mm-hmm. and Philip Robespierre Smith and Sarah Calliope Jones. <laughs> okay, so yeah, yeah, okay, I think I know. Okay, I think I know. Okay. okay I've got uh, names. You want a name drop? I've got names. Yeah, names. I thought you were into it being a car hostess and a grocery specialist uh, yeah. and a fashion and style engineer and a pills and surgery <laughs> salon. Psychic. I thought that's what you were going to do. Um, that is what I'm doing, okay? If you had ever talked to Darlene Taylor and Jessup Rogers, Hosiah, Mindy Wayne, Joanne Cantilever, and Gerald Glick. Bob Galetti. You know that, but of course, you don't. So, you know, it sucks to be you. I'm sorry you're jealous. I'm sorry you're jealous. I'm going to take another call. Yeah, I'm not jealous, but you can take a call. By the way, Mm. did you want me to stay on the line so you can have some more, you know, fun on your own show? Or should I just hang up and then it'll be boring and your ratings will go down? Oh, did I say that? Oh, did I say what I'm about to say? Why are you so bitchy, Jonathan? What, time of the month? No, I think it's probably just some planets retrograde up Uranus and not mine. <laughs> Callers, you're there. You better talk before I hang up on you. So I was just wondering, you know, it's kind of format you got on the Yeah. It's real different than, you know, that show you had uh, with that group thing you had the last show. Where you saw oh my my own studio and it sounds different. How come it sounds so different Hold this on. time, honey? What's going on? Stop writing the 
Kleenex. I'm sneezing from allergies. I think the dehumidifier is sucking my nose out. Hey. Anyone cares? Hold on. Oh Hold on. What's happening? Oh, God. Oh, my God. No, what? I'm with germs. Hurry oh, my God. On me. I have to sanitize, Glenda. God only knows what I snorted up my nose. And no, I'm not talking drugs. Oh. So we've got these dehumidifiers outside. Okay. Stirring up all kinds of crap. What's a dehumidifier, honey? Is that some kind of device I should know about? Is that a CIA no. secret machine? No, it's a regular thing, Glenda. It's like in your air conditioning yeah. system. If you have that, it sucks the moisture out of the air and just makes it drier. It's, like it's really interesting. It's like a dryer, like a washing yeah. machine and a dryer. Yeah, I don't have air conditioning up here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just open the window. Oh, cool. And that lets pretty much all the grease smells get out oh from the God. stove. I got a window right by the stove. Uh-huh. So I just open it up, you know, when I'm deep frying shit. Oh, my God. Actually, I deep fry everything, mm-hmm. you know, if it's not a TV dinner. Uh-huh. I'm going to hurl. Um, I'm going to barf. I just like the taste of grease. You know, every once in a wow. while, I'll go to the Greasy Spoon oh, and have yeah. a burger and fries wow. and a big old milkshake. Oh, you know, yeah. It's kind of like it's down at Pacific Beach. There's that place there where the surfers go. It's oh, totally famous. Dukes? Well, I don't know what you're talking about, honey. I live here in Vegas. So oh, yeah. I don't even know what. Yeah. What, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, it's not Pacific Beach. It's Ocean Beach oh my God. down here in San Diego. Oh my it's God. Hodad's. Have you ever been to Hodad's? No. Ocean Beach in downtown San Diego. No, it's no. so amazing. The biggest burgers, uh-huh. the biggest pile of onion rings. Oh and when you order the chocolate shake, uh-huh. I'm not kidding. Uh-huh. It is. You know what they make the, the milkshakes in? That silver tall canister that's like 20 or 30 ounces tall. Okay. So they put like a drop of milk in there and then they just totally dump in solid chocolate ice cream and pour oh chocolate syrup on top and that it's is delicious. considered their chocolate shake. Wow. It is literally just crammed of chocolate ice cream. Oh wow. The best, oh. the best burgers, onion rings, and chocolate shake in the world at Hodad's. At Hodad's. Jocelyn, we're going to Hodad's tonight. Okay, so um... Okay, Jocelyn, we're going later, because I'm not going to sit in traffic, and that's bullshit. Yeah, the traffic is already up. Um, I've got a permanent map on my LED screen on the wall, so I can always see which part of town I should avoid immediately. So we'll go later, um, because traffic is a real bitch right now. Oh, yeah, that's one of the real cool things about living Vegas. <clears throat> Sorry, honey. I haven't gone to my gastroenterologist yet for the problem and seeing why I'm constipated and blocked up from that broccoli egg a few years ago. But, you know, I was just hitch a ride if Sylvia's not available, you know. She got a Pinto, broken down Pinto. I don't drive my Datsun anymore from 75. Been trying to offload that fucker for, you know, the last 10 years. You know, it's worth about 50 grand. 50 grand? Don't you mean like 50 cents? I mean, no one's going to buy a Datsun, you know, from 75. <laughs> Glenda, come on. Come on, Glenda. No one's going to buy that, and especially when people are buying these things called appliances. There, I remembered it, Jocelyn. Those machines that sit on a countertop. Well, I had it appraised. I showed Polaroid something <laughs> to this guy on the bus. Oh, my God. I think he was... He was from Mexico, and he said oh if I God. paid him $2,000, oh he would survey my car or something survey. like that, check it out at the mechanic shop uh, and see if there was anything wrong with it before I tried to sell it. Uh-oh, Glenda, yeah, I 
think oh. that was a scam. Oh, you shit. do that, or have you not done it yet? Don't do it. No. That's a scam. No, don't do it, Glenda. Everyone oh, knows God. you don't take a car into a mechanic. They'll find something wrong with it. How uh, can they charge you money if there's nothing wrong with it, Glenda? I mean, think about oh, it. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, I didn't do that, you guys. About five years ago, I lost all my money on it because he found a bunch of things wrong with it. And then he said if I would ship him the car, I have to pay for the shipping. I didn't do that. I said, no, I'll just try and sell it. You know, I just won't tell anybody what's wrong with it. And he said, well, that would be illegal. And I said, well, but I have freedom of speech, which also means I have the freedom to shut the fuck up. And so I'm just not going to say anything, you know. Then he tried to tell me some bullshit about strawberry laws or something kind of laws. Cantaloupe or lime, I don't remember. Some kind of citrus laws we got about cars. I thought he was full of bullshit right there. It's like, you don't make any sense, Chaco man. Go back to your country where you came from. He's a racist. No, I, he's talking about the lemon law. It's a real law, Glenda. He's, he's not the racist, but maybe you are. Uh, I mean... You know. Yeah, Glenda, do you have a problem with Mexicans? Because, you know, that is, that's totally racial if you do, and that's that's totally not cool, no. especially these days, Glenda. Yeah, no, Sylvia's Mexican, honey. I'm not racist, so, no, I don't have a problem with it. Um, yeah, but I didn't know there was something called a lemon law. I didn't know that, you know, I thought he was making shit up, so that's why I never got the car fixed. I've been sitting on hold for 20 minutes. He didn't put me through. Didn't he know who I am? Hello? Hello, it's Pernie. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I got holiness to share. Damn. <laughs> what? Yum. I said yum. I was thinking about the burgers oh. and hodads. What? Hodads? What is that? We don't have a hodads. We got a problem with hodads all over the beaches in Southern California. There's too many hodads going around. We got to do something about these homeless hodads. No, hodads is a restaurant in Ocean Beach that sells burgers, onion rings, and chocolate milkshakes filled with chocolate ice cream instead of an actual shake. And a hobo is a homeless person. That's what you're talking about. A homeless God. hobo, not a homeless hobo. Oh my god, and you thought I was nuts. No, he's not talking about nuts. He said burgers. Maybe you is deaf. No, I never tried to do greasy nuts on my stove, but I heard they do that in Dollywood. Sign a show with Dolly Parton. Cute little Dolly Parton. Well, you know, part of her is little. I mean, you know what I mean. Oh, the deep-fried pecans. Oh, that's a southern specialty. Pernit love deep-fried pecans. And deep-fried almonds and deep-fried peanuts and deep-fried cat so another piece of the puzzle, a pastor man on another deep fried adventure gone right to your brain. Yeah, it's all starting to make sense. I think you got a grease trap stuck in your synapses. My instep never recovered after someone dropped a grease trap on my instep. Back in Vegas, backstage. Oh. It's a long story, I don't want to go into it. Insteps, insteps, insteps. Oh, I don't remember that. We just got inbreds in this church, not the insteps. Is they a family or is that some kind of biological problem if you come out of your mama wrong? Honey, how come everyone in your church is so damn weird? It's like they're biological freaks. They all come from the same Petri dish out of Alabama, from some sperm bank, or what the hell? I've never heard of such a bunch of tragic cases. My God. I think they all discovered each other at the same Walmart and just got it on in the break room, and then they had all their kids and wondered why they all looked identical, you know, like them. Oh, my God. I thought that was illegal. I thought inbreds were illegal. 
or is that in steps? No. Are we talking about the same thing? No, inbreds is illegal in Perkinstown because there was too many people having too many inbreds. And after several decades, the eyes was getting so far apart or so crossed that no one could stand to look at them anymore. Besides, they already got these wonky-ass cheekbones and the hydrocephalic heads. And uh, it's just so hard to stand in front of the congregation preaching the Word of God trying to feel holy when I have to look at that. Remind me never go to your church if I'm ever feeling bad and want to feel better. Does anyone ever go to church to feel better? I thought they just went to get confirmation on how damned to hell mm-hmm. they are as sinners. No, no, you's right, Jonathan. That is the old normal. That is what the old church used to do, but we's not in that anymore. Now we's into the new normal. It's called the prosperity gospel. We teach people mm-hmm. uh, how to be prosperous with Jesus and God oh, yeah. and by sending in all their the money. The prosperity gospel has done wonders for me, Jonathan. I mean, that's how I can make the big bucks because people want to hear about prosperity and abundance with vibrational correctness, and it is vibrationally correct. A lot of people don't know that. I do, and that's why I teach the prosperity gospel through the tarot and astrology readings and the energy level muscle testing on my chest. So this is something that we could actually, as they say, trust the science on, or is it something else? Oh, I didn't know it's so spiritual, all this stuff you guys are into. It's like, you know, really exciting oh, yes. to talk to people. Mm-hmm. So into all this real deep shit. Oh, that is not Christian language, Linda, but Pernie know what he was saying. The holiness that I want to spread to people is the prosperity gospel, that they could be prosperous without Satan. A lot of people is trying to be prosperous with Satan, and that's not working. That's why they may make money, but they're still full of sin and treachery and evil, and that's why they need to be vaporized, and I'm doing a fundraiser on that for people to report their friends and family and co-workers on who is a sinner. I'm getting ready for our new summer rollout program of uh, undercover ministries, hidden sinners across America, and we're going to expose these sinners and then round them up and exterminate them. Oh, my God. You know, I read about that in my QAnon newsletter. How that's already going on with the vaccines that, you know, if you get the vaccine... It makes like a Xerox copy of your DNA, and then it sends it over the 5G network to... I'm sorry, you guys. I had a sub sandwich and a couple of pizzas a couple hours ago. Probably stuck to the broccoli in my stomach. Anyway, so my Q9 newsletter said it was so nice going over this. And so they take that Xerox copy of your DNA, and it gets into the Dominion voting machines, and they can flip your vote while they transmit your DNA to the Rockefeller Foundation that's working in the undersea alien bases and transmit your DNA over the 5G network to the Chinese aliens that are working with the Russians in them underground bases with that my pillow guy. You hear him? And he's like this. I'm crossing my finger with Steve Bannon and Trump. And they're all working with one of the great pyramids in the Mayan temple. And it's going to be a movie that's going to be like a documentary that Jamie Lee Curtis is going to do the narration on and expose all this shit. Well, my jaw is literally on the floor, Glenda, oh and I don't mean in a good way. Well, pick it up, Jonathan. There's all kinds of oogly-booglies on the floor from your foot pads. You know, I read about that. That's what dogs and kitty cats have. They got foot pads. And it's very different than a kind of writing pad. You know, you can write on a pad, but not on a foot pad. Where do you learn this, um, 
shall I call it esoteric Biblical. wisdom no, that you seem to pull out of your ass. Oh my Are you talking to me, honey? Oh. No, no. Okay, <laughs> I was wondering the same thing. Yeah, no, Pastor Matt, like, what? where do you get this information that you enlighten us with? Well, I get these downloads from Jesus and God, and also I go to a secret person, Hula Zula, queen of the fish pigs and the pork frogs, and then she tell me things that Jesus and God don't. Wait a minute, you're channeling? I thought I was channeling. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm the channeler of the group. I didn't know you channeled. Oh, I channel all the time. Like I said, Hula Zula, queen of the fish pigs and the pork frogs, and she got all kinds of information. You wouldn't believe the stuff she's revealing this year. I mean, it's just pretty incredible. Of course, I gotta keep it under the sheets and not talk about it. It's very top secret stuff. Hula Zula. Isn't she a stripper in Vegas? No, you're thinking of, you're thinking of the customer whose last name is Heizenga. He used to go and watch strippers in Vegas. He has a business school in Florida or something like that. No, no, not Heizenga. I could have sworn it was Hula Zula. Not Heizenga. Or Hula Hula or something like that. Remind me of a cocktail. No, you're thinking of Wayne Heizenga. Catherine, and that is true. He is in Florida, but he doesn't watch strippers. That's not his No, character. I'm not talking about strippers, Glenda, or from someone from Florida. I'm talking about Hula Zula, queen of the fish pigs and the pork frogs. She's a real spiritual being and comes in the form of the female Holy Ghost. A lot of people don't know about it, but it was Mary Magdalene's friend back in the Jesus days before he crawled out from the cave and moved the rock aside. What Bible do you use? That's what I'm wondering. I, I never heard this shit before. I never heard of any of this. Oh my god, I'm so illiterate. Well, Glenda, you know, I do special readings on that. A lot of people are doing it the old way with the Akashic records, but I go through your Akakemic records, and it's tastier, it's sweeter, and plus the frosting is really good. No, 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 no. I am not done with this Hula Zula, queen of the fish pigs. What the hell is a fish pig? And what's a pork frog? There's no such thing. Well, there might be, Jonathan. If they're doing, you know, the transmission of our DNA over the 5G cell phones and Bill Gates is buying up that farmland to do experiments on transhumanism, you know, fusing human embryo babies with fully grown, I don't know, farm animals, something like that. It's probably something like that. Oh my goodness, here you telling Pernit what is holy and what isn't. I know what queen of the fish pigs and pork frogs is. Jonathan, have you ever heard of a bullfrog? Obviously, that is not a bull plus a frog, because it would be crushed under the weight of the bull, so the frog would just be smashed. No, a fish pig is a kind of animal that swims in the ocean and then likes to snort like a pig. And a pork frog is exactly that. It's smaller than a bullfrog, but bigger than a toad. I still think it's these DNA experiments. They're trying to come up with a vaccine, but, you know, inventing new animals... And seeing it, the new animals that is like a engineered kind of a animal. And then if the animal has like a virus, they like suck the virus out using a something called a syringe. You heard of that? And then they take that syringe and inject that virus into the bats in China in the wet markets. And then they're growing new biological weapons that they want to put in our food supply and our water supply. It just makes the whole fluoride thing and, and sucralose look like kids play compared to these 
UFO aliens are transmitting through Bill Gates. That is very serious, Glenda. Maybe you should be a guest with me on News to News Radio when I talk to that, you know, Jordan McNamara about the UFO project that I'm going to be doing with Julie Riverstone, Darlene Batchek, and Melanie Dickerson, just to drop some more names, Jonathan, I haven't forgotten about earlier. Bob Galetti. There, I said it. Okay. Oh, wow. Jerome Mimosa is real. Okay, yeah. The gay twin, uh, the gay identical twin to um, Jason Momoa. I spend so much time with Jerome Mimosa. They look exactly alike, but Jerome wears pink. And uh, Jason wears off pink. That's how you can tell them apart. You know, pink is a psychedelic color used by the mushroom people. Hula Zula told me that last week. The mushroom people? In that Disney cartoon, what was that, Shelly in Wonderland? Wasn't it Shelly? No, that's Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland? No. Come on. No, no, hey, I know Alice in Wonderland. I know that shit. I'm talking about the off-Broadway, all-black version of Alice in Wonderland. They had to change the name, you know, because all the jokes was going to be different. I heard they like to do that in New York City with all the communists. They like to do different versions of Broadway shows. See, I think they should do an all-white version of the black version of Hello, Dolly, you know, to mix it up. Or the white version of Ain't Misbehaving, just to mix it up. Did you ever see Mary Ghetto? That's the black version of Mary Poppins. I think the music's way better. I mean, you can dance to that shit. Aren't you guys just a little racist? I mean, isn't that like saying we should have white versions of, I don't know, Janet Jackson's music or Whitney Houston's? Oh, come, come on. on. There's nothing wrong with doing a white or black version of anything, Jonathan. It's the style nowadays. Besides that, those are so old and normal. Now we're doing the trans version of The Wizard of Oz, and no one will be able to tell if it's a gay musical or not. Oh, my God. I remember little Judy Garland was on a talk show, and she was telling this really true story about how she interacted with the munchkins on the set of that movie. She was in The Wizard of Oz. Did y'all see that? Oh my god, I love that. And she said one of the munchkins came up to her and you know how short they are, right? And she's like so tall compared to one of the munchkin people. And the munchkin said, Miss Garland, I've always wanted to make love to you. And she looked down and she said, well, if you do and I find out about it. <laughs> oh my god, I thought that was so funny. Judy Garland, yeah. So I remember something she once said where she said, behind every silver cloud is another cloud. I like the one where I think she was on the Tonight Show with Dick Cavett or Tom Watts or someone, I don't know who the star was, Oprah, I don't know. But the, the host was a guy, so it wasn't Oprah. But it wasn't Mary Tyler Moore or John Donahue, Tom Donahue, the Donahue show dude either. It was some other guy because it was in black and white, but this was colorized. And so the host of the show was wearing all beige. And he said to Judy Garland, he said, what do you think of my brand new beige vest? This is brand new. What do you think of it? Because Judy Garland was in one of her concert outfits, all flashy and sparkly. And she said about his beige vest, she said, well, I think it's underplayed and the whole audience laughed but Purdy didn't get the joke I was looking under the desk to find out why she thought his vest was under the desk underplayed and the, under the desk playing under the desk but he was wearing it, and so I thought she was confused. Oh I heard god. she was on a lot of pills. Oh my god, you didn't <laughs> get the joke. Underplayed, it was beige. Oh man. Oh my god. Yeah, so you told that went over your head, 
didn't it, Pastor Mary? No, aren't you listening to Pastor? I said it was under the desk. She said underplayed. So I was looking under the desk to see, like, how can she see in Pernod's living room? I don't see his beige vest under my desk. Well. So, I mean, like I said, she was on a lot of pills. Oh, my God. I need a drink. Like I asked before, hmm. what Bible do you use? Pernod's Bible. I use the same Bible I always use. I got five of them, depending on, you know, my mood. Speaking of moonshine... What's the energy like today, you know, with the stars and the plants and the turn and all that shit? Well, it depends on what mood she's in. <laughs> she's either paranoid or under the desk or, you know, underplayed or intense or name-dropping. Oh, right, Catherine? No, honey, the CBD has kicked in and I am so mellow <laughs> and chill. And, uh, my God, this hand sanitizer smells good. I wonder what's in CBD anyway. It's I feel so groovy. I feel oh so God. hungry. I got the munchies. Wow. I feel like I could talk forever. <laughs> oh my God. Oh Rula Zula, queen of the fish pigs and the pork frogs, told me about this. This is worse than Alice and Shelley in Wonderland. This is like Pacuca in Wonderland. You ever heard of that? Oh my God. It's about a little girl who ate mushrooms and she fell down a rabbit hole and followed a white rabbit and there was a mouse and they put jam on the nose of it oh at the tea party God. and the Mad Hatter and the Red Queen and everything. Oh Except God. at the end of it, it wasn't a dream. Wow. It was real. It was real. Pacuca. Yeah. And it was real. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a Disney recheck to me. I think it ended up on the cutting room floor. No, no it wasn't on the floor. It was in Pernod's brain. Daddy, this is not any of my business, but are you doing shrooms? I read about that in the Inquirer. Totally fucks people up. Oh, my goodness, that has gone Christian language. But no, I was not doing shrooms. I don't even know what that is. I think you's got a speech slurring problem. Glenda, it's called room. Heard it sitting in a room, not a shroom. Oh my god, I don't even know what's happening anymore. You know, I may have actually smoked too much today. I don't understand what's going on. No, none of us do, Glenda, so you're safe. Yeah, I don't even know what's going on, and I'm on the CBD, and I'm just chill about it. So, you know, we could be in some kind of an attack right now, in a bomb situation, and I wouldn't care. I just, like, change the channel, you know, there goes my career. Pour me another drink. Someone fix my slippers. I'm just lounging, you guys. I don't even know what I'm saying. Oh, my gosh. That's what hula zoo. Said, I'm just lounging. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh my God, it's not making sense, and it should. But you know, I'm gonna get off the phone, you guys, because I'm gonna go fry up some of my ground beef in the frying pan and take a big whiff of that grease, and uh, maybe that'll help push out the broccoli later. You know, for my evening load. So I'm gonna say goodbye. Okay. Yeah. Have a good evening. You too, Glenda. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. So I'm going to go hang out with my dudes and my babes because okay. um, <laughs> I kind of just need to relax and oh, yeah. not think about what we've been saying and trying, trying to, to say. say. I don't even know anymore. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. No, I don't even know. Oh, that's, that's so sad. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Okay. Good night, Joe. Good night, Allison. I'm feeling like a burger at Hodan. You feel like, like I'd like to eat one. I don't burger? feel like I am a burger, but, you know, I'd like to eat one. Oh, I'm glad you don't feel like a burger, because if you did, I'd have to perform an exorcism or a reverse exorcism. I've learned how to do it both ways now. Wait. What? So, Hello? Huh? Hello? Huh? What's happening? Oh my goodness. What? I'm getting a signal from Hula Zula, Queen of the Fish Pigs and the Pork Frogs. Oh my God. I gotta go now. Channel message are coming in. Okay. Bye. All right. Yeah. Um, 
Jocelyn, bring me the bottle of CBD. I'm going to take the whole thing. So I... Oh, thank you. Okay. So hold on a minute. Mm. Oh, my God. What is in that? That is not my iced tea. Did you switch it up on me? Well, what is it? That's why it's mellow. She switched out my iced tea and put a scotch here. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I'm so mellow right now, you guys. So let me just read out this energy um, for my late night radio show in Zagatero. I'm so mellow. I don't, I don't really care about the traffic. I'm going to Hodad's. Jocelyn, come here. How many times must I scream your name? <laughs> Would you go over to Hodad's and get some takeout? I just feel like having a burger at home in my bean bag and my oversized water bed. Okay. I have an oversized water bed. It's the size of my pool, but it's a bed. A lot of people don't have that. I do because I'm a celebrity and special. Let's do one of these late night tarot readings. I'm feeling fabulous. Johnny, how much time? Johnny, how much time do I have left? Okay, good enough. Just a few seconds more. <laughs> That's enough time to do a reading, so you can be armed with this astrological new age bullshit and strike back. You know, a lot of haters don't believe in this tarot stuff. <laughs> oh, no wonder their life sucks. Okay, so here we go. Oh, there it is. Sideways card again. What's this? Nine of Wands. I love that card when I'm in a good mood. Or even when I'm not. So, um, you have a choice, everybody. Like I said in the beginning, see how... Look at the consistency. Where's my ding-a-ling? <laughs> Mellow, ding-a-ling, ding-a-ling, ding-a-ching, ding-a-ling. Never mind. So, the sideways card of Nine of Wands, um... Be on the defensive is one way. Prepare for an assault. And the other way is obstacles in your way, disappointments, and setbacks. So either way, we've got something to get over. These obstacles, and you can be on the defensive or the offensive. You can embrace it or just, you know, flick it. Wait a minute. Flick it out of, flick it out of the way. I'm flicking the card right now. Um, I'm getting that epileptic seizure in my sonless Christian breast implants, which means I'm getting a signal after the fact, and I'm just going to do a double check on that card, because I might be full of so much CBD oil and scotch right now that I could have, you know, done something wrong, which would be a first, but, you know, whatever. Come on, let's do a closing energy. Closing energy on that card. Let's do a closing energy. Come on. Closing energy. Okay, the cards are sticking. Is everyone in their authentic card self? Because the cards aren't giving it up. Um, I'm at the end of my show. Oh, there it is. Ace of Pentacles. Good time for diet and exercise. Okay, well, I think I'm going to end on that note and celebrate uh, that card by having a piece of cake. Good night, everyone. <laughs>